<laughs> What's happening, weirdos? This is Bob Saget. I had never met Bob. Uh, I had seen him maybe once or twice around, but never met. And this is one of those great "You Made a Weird" episodes. By the end, I, I think we were pals, and uh, you get to we get to we get to listen in on that. I am doing stand-up, stand-up comedy, and I'm going to be in Raleigh, Raleigh, North Carolina, this weekend, November 22nd through the 24th, followed by Orlando, Brea, California, Oxnard, California, Cleveland, Ohio, and Houston, Texas. More dates are going to be added. All of those dates are going to be, uh, are, 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 <laughs> are available at PeteHolmes.com right now. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to, well, also my Largo show, November 26th, if you're going to be in L.A. We do that monthly. It's called Living at Largo. There's also a vinyl version of that show. We recorded one of them and put it out on vinyl. All proceeds go to the Littlest Tumor Foundation, 800poundgorillarecords.com slash Pete Holmes. That's a good, that's a good Christmas or holiday or Hanukkah or whatever gift. Yeah, for, for the Pete Holmes head in your house. Um, I also want to give a shout out to the Pete's Picks. You guys know the Pete's Picks are things that I use and love and swear by and use every day. The first and original Pete's Pick is Charlotte's Web Hemp Oil. You hear hemp, you think weed. It's not weed. It's CBD. Uh, they use science to remove the THC. THC is what gets you stoned or intoxicated. And they leave the body and brain beneficial CBD. I know there are a lot of CBD oils out there. Charlotte's Web is an incredibly reputable company. They made this formula for a young girl named Charlotte who was having seizures and CBD. This CBD oil is what helped her uh, overcome that. For me personally, I find it to be a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful plant ally, a mood elevator, an anxiety reducer. It helps me work and concentrate and focus and flow and yield and give in to whatever it is I'm trying to do, whether it be acting or writing, uh, doing stand-up. It also just helps me smile a little bit quicker, laugh a little bit faster. Um, they also make wonderful CBD bombs and creams for soothing the skin. I get the original formula, mint chocolate flavor, tastes like a thin mint, like a Girl Scout cookie makes you feel better than a Thin Mint. Uh, or you can get the Everyday Plus, which is called Extra Strength. Um, I, I swear by it. It is a wonderful, like I say, plant ally, body, brain, beneficial. And it's the only CBD that I found that has grown in Denver, in America, for human consumption for medical reasons. I hope you can't hear it. Poor Leela's crying in the background. Lee. I'm going to finish this intro so I can, well, don't worry, Val is, Val is with her. She's not, she's not alone. Go to cwhemp.com slash weird and use promo code keepitcrispy19 for 10% off and show your support of this podcast. The other one, the other Pete's pick is Kachava. Kachava is a superfood drink mix. It is made entirely from plants born in the jungle. The Kachava team are certified badasses that actually go on excavation excavations they go on trips into the jungle to find the most exotic nutrient-rich superfoods revered by tribal countries for centuries and they made this incredible meal replacement basically a meal in a pill that is good enough just to add to water and get in you and feel full and good and nutritionally high for hours it's 100 plant-based it's got omega-3s which everybody knows you need for brain function from chia seed and flax seed right in the bag. Eight super fruits in the bag. 17 greens and veggies in the bag. 
gluten-free, soy-free, free of artificial sweeteners and preservatives, digestive support built right in, adaptogens built right in, 24 grams of plant-based protein, 9 grams of fiber. When people tell me they're curious about eating more plants in their diet, getting more nutrition, more superfoods in their diet, but they don't know where to start, I always point them to Kachava. But here's the thing, it's actually delicious. As I always point out that Val likes it. She doesn't like a lot of the weird hippie things I eat, but this is not a weird hippie thing. This is a mainstream, delicious coconut milk, chocolate, or vanilla, just in water, or you can make it with almond milk, frozen strawberries, tastes like strawberry ice cream, makes you feel amazing. Macaroot for energy, cacao for energy, mood elevation. Everything I love is mood elevating. I got it to add to my smoothie, but it turns out it is the smoothie. It's a meal replacement. Some people do it for weight management. I do it to feel fantastic and to get on my way when I only have one hand to make breakfast. Go to kachava.com, K-A-C-H-A-V-A.com slash weird for 20% off your order and show your support for this podcast. Also, just in time for the holiday season, for the cold season, me undies. <laughs> that is what I'm wearing. What am I wearing right now? Salmon. I'm wearing salmon me undies. And, and tonight I'll be wearing my me undies lounge pants because I am in New York right now and it is cold. I know you guys are looking for uh, gift ideas and everybody wears underwear and everybody wants better and more comfortable underwear. And MeUndies is the most comfortable and softest, best feeling underwear that I found. Uh, a couple years ago, Val and I realized that we're grown ass people and we wanted good underwear. It was bumming me out to put on drab patterns with holes and bad fitting, all that stuff. So I was like, let's do Let's do it. Let's do a complete overhaul. And not only do they make incredibly soft micro Meldell fabric underwear, which is three times softer than cotton. It's like wearing margarine on your downstairs. But they also make hibernation wear, basically. They make undies and loungewear. They make uh, onesies, robes, slippers. This is what you need on your body right around this time of year to get in that holiday spirit and to feel warm and fantastic. I love this stuff. Val loves this stuff. And you can get 15% off and free shipping and some of the best patterns and uh, designs that I've ever found, including some really fun Star Wars ones that I especially love and some pirate ones that have shiny gold coins on them that I love. There's also a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Show your support of this always free podcast and go to MeUndies.com slash weird. For 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, meundies.com slash weird. Okay, guys, hope to see you out on the road. Raleigh, I always want to say rally. Raleigh, North Carolina, Orlando, Brea, Oxnard, Cleveland, and Houston. More dates coming on the way. In the meantime, enjoy the wonderful Bob Saget. Get into it. Sorry for the low audio quality, guys. Also just added Nashville. I'm coming to Nashville. Tickets at PeteHolmes.com. You don't? Oh, really? It just makes people faint. Oh, really? Yeah, it's an upsetting story. Well, now I feel like I, I'm getting, I'm missing out. Well, what's the name of your book? If people oh, want to read a story oh, about an anesthesiologist. I have to look at this. Your anesthesiologist. Um, I'm an anesthesiologist. Yeah, he he went and are you an anesthesiologist? Um, Wait, because he because her water wasn't breaking and he was getting impatient. It's cold back here. No, the, the anesthesiologist was getting impatient. I just had to answer my wife really quick. 
Hold You're on texting? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, we've been married only a year. Eventually we'll talk. What do you mean? Oh, your new wife. Yeah. My, well, I've been divorced for 24 years. Yeah, I don't count it. Right. So this needs. <laughs> yeah, because I. No, I don't count the divorce. I consider you still married. This needs volume. I have no. I have zero. He's getting nothing. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, I guess you have. Oh, to, wait a minute. Maybe I need to enough. do that. Yeah. But I didn't hear you. I would have heard oh, you. Oh, more Pete in the headphones, please. As even more Bob. Um, <laughs> Can we get less Bob in the headphones? Thank you, honey. Doing Pete Holmes' podcast right now. Love you a lot, and we'll get back to you in two hours. Miss you. No, no punch. And then I didn't add who is You don't need to turn me up. That's me. That's funny. I liked a little bit of what you just did. No update. Doing a podcast right now. It's just dangerous. Love you. It's just dangerous. Well, we got evacuated, so. Oh, fire? No, I had to have my bowels cleaned. You're fun. I was evacuated. Um, you are fun. No, Even in the face of flames. Oh, I was, I was in the middle. I was running, making jokes with the cops, and they were nice. They let me stay longer. Oh, they. I don't want to say this on the air. Why not? Well, because because your other neighbors people were waiting. Danger. Other people had two minutes in their homes, and I had twenty. So. Oh, that's ten ten x. But I got to go leave town to go be on tour, so I had to pack. I had no clothes, and right. the option would have been go to the airport and and get shirts at the airport. Right. At the USA store. Or, you know, and they, they also have, have the USA store. And they have store. a Brooks Brothers also where you get... Oh, I know. I went into a Brooks Brothers foolishly. I've, I was I've like, bought two of them, and I like them. I was... What, two what? Uh, Brooks Brothers shirts. Oh. But they were, are they they were tapered. They were tapered too thin for my frame. I, uh, I'm, I get cold on planes now. I don't know if it's now or always. Menopausal, B. Arthur yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> and I don't like it that they used to have blankets on, on planes. They still do. They still kind of do. They, they still they sometimes do. do. Are you sitting at the back? Let you're me tell do, you where I'm sitting, well. Bobby. <laughs> things are good. No, I know. I was going to try and omit that from the story. I think it's one of the funniest things. Are you, on, are you flying on a FedEx jet? It's a FedEx. I'm with the packages. You're in a box. Yeah, it's me and Wilson. It is. <laughs> Do you get it? Yeah. I've, I've, who doesn't? I mean, the guy got delivered finally. Ooh. I liked it. Very fi- much. The FedEx finally showed up. I liked it. What was in it though? I don't remember. What was in what? The FedEx that he finally delivered. Right. He he. Gave oh, in to, Castaway, he finally delivers yeah, a package. Yeah, there's a fork in the road. He delivers something. Oh, it was. Isn't it that was the uh, plot of the Postman too. I mean, I, un- I unplugged my uh, headphones. Oh, at least he didn't. This say. is this is. Uh, a disaster. You're okay. It's just your headphones. Oh my god! There you go. Oh my god! It works. Tony got you. Tony's great, but he put it somewhere where I could do it again. <laughs> Can I do the elliptical now? There's an elliptical in here, You'd be people. The first guest to do it on the elliptical. So, how long you been doing your podcast? I don't know. How long? Seven years. What's your middle name? Is this Benedict? Um, you're gonna do the questions? Oh, yeah, I'm gonna do I don't all. really do questions. What's your middle name? Uh, Wait, le- let me guess. Terrible, terrible, Ter- terrible. Well, that's it. Leonard, Bob the terrible, Bob, Bob the. It's Lane, Lane, like a street. Yeah. You got you struck out my, twice. Ugh, my parents named me after a butler, and then the last name, you know, I just get made fun of. Yeah, no, I know. But in Russia, it was Zagat or Zogit. But it doesn't matter because if I, as soon as I say that, I'm profiled and they want me dead. So yeah, you're either a. Uh, 
Well, you were growing up at a time when Russia was extra not good. No, no not at now all. Now they rule us? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they... I don't know. They have all say in all we do. They have all spice. They have old spice. <laughs> Aren't all spices old? All spice is great. <laughs> is I it? I don't know what it is. Um, I remember there was... I used to go on eBay and I'd buy... This is pre... Well, YouTube. Did had you a, buy your baby on eBay? I did. Yeah. How much? Buy it now. Oh, I saw her and I was like, "We're doing this now." We, she's asking price. I got one of my kids on Amazon Prime because <laughs> I just got it, and it's a sea monkey farm. <laughs> Those are my kids. Is that real? Yeah. You don't have no, kids. but I used to. Yeah. Did you? No. They're brine shrimp. That's all they are is brine. Oh, shrimp. Oh, they're tiny little shrimpies, right? But they're eggs, and you add water to them, and they turn into. Moving around, but things. it never grew into a cocktail. Not at like, all. You couldn't like eat them. No, and not only that, but they showed on the box like they had faces and stuff. But they were just yeah. shrimp. They yeah, I remember the power. I think somebody I know had them. Yeah, I wanted all the stuff in the back of the comic books. X-ray specs. Are you kidding? Same. Now, I got. They, I really. How did I they got get them. away? I got them too. I wanted Glasses to see with two holes skirts. in them. Yeah. Of course we did. And then it was just, that was a, talk about a different time. It was just like, you want to be a creep? Like, it was just like, well, who I reads was, these boys? I was like that at six, you know? I mean, I was watching James Bond movies, and I yeah. was just, I wanted to be him, and I didn't have, I hadn't gone near puberty. Yeah. Johnny Carson would always call puberty? it puberty, but it's puberty. puberty. Yeah. And no, who's was, gonna tell? Uh, he hasn't gone through puberty yet. Who's gonna tell Johnny? Nobody. No one should. No, well, it's too late, I believe. I'm sad he's gone. He was nice to me. He was... Yeah. That makes me older than you, because no, he would he would have liked you a lot. You think so? Oh, I know it. What a sweet thing it. to say. It's the truth. Really? He likes people that are genuinely funny, and that are genuine, and that aren't trying to be a star more than they are oh. trying to do just what they do. I love that compliment that you baked into that statement. And that's interesting, because he was the gatekeeper of the thing that made everybody famous. Yeah. And so, of was, course, he would be have an aversion to people that just wanted to be famous. And or, he could do it unless they were hilarious. Unless they were hilarious, yeah. and then he would just leave it alone because it's you know Ronnie Dangerfield obviously looked like he wanted to be noticed, right? But but and had a huge amount, huge amount of energy. But he also was you know incredibly funny. The yeah. attitude was yeah. real. Yeah, he was running from the officer at the border. You know, he was yeah. in Wait, at, he really metaf- was? metaphorically. Oh, okay. <laughs> he used to say to me that, um, and he was a big influence. I was on a young comedian special. And things oh like yeah. That. He used oh, to say, you know, I see it. Yeah, the, I see it. Right. Yeah. So he would he would do the uh, in your stand-up, I mean. Oh, you can see that. Yeah, there's there's some jokes that go below the waist that are pretty Rodney influenced, actually. I don't mean it as uh, you ripped him off. Obviously, I re- no, no, I I've been influenced say, by about four people. You know, and one and two of them are Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, you, well, one eye each. Uh, <laughs> but Rodney. Uh, Rodney was like was incredible. <laughs> you count each of his eyes as different people, yeah. because of different directions. So basically. if he just went uh, to show the left side of his body, yeah. that would be one show. And you, then well, I started to say that I went on eBay back before YouTube to buy lot, evening at the Improv VHSs and Seinfeld's first special, and I would buy. You did stand-up. all that stuff? You were and a I, fan? As I a was kid. a fan as as a, well, you know, teenager. Yeah. 
And uh, I, that's a kid. That's what am I saying? That's a kid. It is right now. It definitely is. It's still a kid. Yeah. And I looked, and you were on there, and I had what I'm sure a lot of people had, which was the Bob Saget. We call it the Bob Saget revelation, where you realize that you're dirty, but you were very funny. But I wasn't really dirty. I was weird. Yeah, no, I know. And now, then, and now, then I got bluer in one special, and then I got less bluer, and now I'm just doing whatever I find funny and meaningful. For sure. I I'm actually that. going through major changes right now. Like, what do you mean? Oh, uh, in your I'm, act? No, I'm g- growing breasts on my butt cheeks. <laughs> um, I'm getting getting implants to replace all butt my butt cheeks internal. are already downstairs breasts. Yep, but but you see what people have been doing. The yeah, very popular gotta people. Keep up. Oh, you got to make them bigger gotta and better. <laughs> I want a hoppity hop for a butt. But um, I don't think they mean memories. I don't think you want. No, yes. no, I'm going to get them anyway. I'm going to yeah. man boobs You're going to start them. Yeah, I'm going to start them. Yeah. I'm going to make them. Start yeah. the trend. You can't uh, apparently breastfeed if you're a man, and you have a baby, so you know, know. that's Every true. once in a while, I'd be holding her with my shirt off, and I'm like, it's going to hurt my feelings if you go for it. You lost me with my shirt off. That's yeah. where you look. You should not be I holding your baby. I did in the hospital. Baby. Oh, no. The nurses looked at me like I was nuts, so was, but I took my shirt off immediately and held my baby. Because fuck you. Yeah, you wanted to hold your kid. Yeah. I also had to, I, I, we want to get a pool, like a little pool. You see, we don't have a lot of room for a pool, but like a little lap thing. Yeah. And the guy was like, uh, I don't know why this came to mind, but I was like, I want it to be deep enough that it's over my head. And he was like, why? And I was like, why are you marshalling how I frolic? Like, no, like, that's correct. Just let me let me hold because my baby with my shirt off and let me have a deep pool if like, I want. It's, what's fun? It's gonna is, be tiny. It might as well be deep. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're building a grave for yourself. <laughs> a watery grave. Yeah. You like can a stand in it. You can go back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's, can pace. It's basically it's a pacing pool. It's a, but it's it, a plunge. Pool. It's a plunge pool. Yeah. But, the, but, but you don't co- come back. But it covers your head. <laughs> So all you need is dirt and two guys. But the nurses... That is funny. The nurses... Giuliani's two buddies. Oh, my God. You just need those guys. I don't know the reference I don't talk about politics. Let's do it. Let's only talk about politics. It's so boring. So painful. What's wrong with talking about it? There were two guys that don't know what they're talking about. Well, that's on my point. But the thing is, it's not uh, evergreen because it changes every 10 minutes. Yeah. So no, we could, by the time pe- some people hear this... We, it's we, over. Yeah, we That's why have. I was just watching Booksmart, and they had a, uh, a Warren 2020 bumper sticker, and I was like, how did they do that? Because you know a movie takes two, three, well, two years maybe. Right. And I was like, that's incredible that they knew that she would be running and she'd be in... Pre, like we were trying to do that on crashing, try and forecast what might be happening. We were never that close. No. I know it sounds stupid, but you're like, you are making a pretty big bet that she's going to run. I'm not trying to be morose that she's not going to pass away. She's, you know, she's a human being. She's, Correct. She's a mortal coil. You know what I'm saying? And you don't know who would stop that person from, you know, it's a scary world out there. So yeah, th- I didn't even consider that, but now I that we've c- said I it, do, yeah, yeah. and that frightens me. It is a scary That's world. why you kind of want to. Veer away. That's why when you watch a you know, Independence Day and Bill Pullman is the president, yeah. it's like, all right, whatever. You yeah. know, it's like, looks like he just had a cocktail and he's ready to go. Although on. I had a bit pre Obama where I said you can always tell how far in the future a movie is when they have a black president. That in the '90s was how you said this is the future. Yeah. Now it's a female president. 
There are certain video games I play, Splinter Cell Conviction, where the president is a woman, and you're like, this is how they're just kind of winking at you. Like, it's a little bit in the future. I think transgender would be, you know... The new one. Yeah, that would be the next level. I I wonder if gay might beat that. First openly gay president. I'm still waiting for that. We got Mayor Pete. I mean, you know... MP? Who's who's that? Mayor Pete is uh, running. I'm going to check my Twitter real quick. Yeah, you don't... Oh, Mayor Pete is running for president. Yes. So if he was president... Why do people do this? That's the future. Am I stupid? We're not talking about politics, but I'm just like, when it's always like, everybody's like, it's going to be Biden or fucking uh, Bernie or, or Warren. What's uh, Mayor Pete or all the others? What are they doing? They're just like, I, I guess, have no, $700,000 in I, two years to waste. Yeah. Why are they spending Is it that a PR money? campaign to be like, remember me? I ran before. Now I might win. I think it is a career builder. And also they could be vice president to one of those people. Oh, that's it, Bob. Now we're in the writer's that's room. That's what I'm thinking. That's what it is. That's they what I think. VP, because they're running could, for VP. You could have a, a a gay vice president and not ruffle as many feathers. Yeah, but not if you have a woman president, because there are people in the South just waiting to waiting to load for duck. Load you know, for duck. Yeah, get a shotgun and with go duck with sh- duck shot. Duck shot. Which Chappelle taught us all doesn't kill a person. Doesn't it? Doesn't it just uh, just messes them up? I was. <laughs> Boy, he is something. I, I wanted to go to his uh, his Mark Twain prize. I was invited. Did he already do it? I love him. They did it last. Mark Twain. They, yeah, <laughs> I am honored. Thank you for this piece of shit award. That is so good. <laughs> Have you done that for him? No, no. He, he is a. Dear, I would be dear. too scared to do that. He's, not scared, but you respect Chappelle, and you're not going to go up to him and. Do impressions yeah, of, him. of him to he him. was interesting if he if he came up because the way he really talks he'd be like hey man do that you know he talks like a regular guy and it'd be like do that impression of me then I would happily do it well he and I go at each other and hug each other and go why is the world like this that's like wh- wh- that's your I, greeting I don't get it kind of you say why is I the world asked like him this? to do my benefit I have thirty years I've done this benefit this is uh, my prequel to asking you that you i was just no, gonna do the, beg you the weird like kind of comedian wink where it's like and i haven't been asked which is yeah, like no, how we tell each other this is how i tee up what do you begging do you is i do it's a big one i've been doing it for 30 years my sister died of this disease called scleroderma save your laughs till the end and uh, you are funny it is a funny sounding disease it's a hardening of the skin because scleroderma sounds, means who diagnosed her uh, dr seuss uh, well, the that pro- is a funny riff. Yeah, she had uh, it started in her hat, you and then are funny. and then they I gave knew her. You would like it. It was a risk. gave her. It was a risk. They gave her green eggs and ham. Oh, and that, that got her sick because that ham, that ham, the great the eggs, green eggs, the eggs, the eggs, the eggs are really yeah, what it's not the ham. Sorry. The ham will save you. Why did I picture the ham being green? I don't get it. The ham doesn't look so hot either. No, the ham's raw. The ham when the, when the ham saw that the eggs were green, it was like. Whew. Right, so Sam's right. a bullet. He doesn't like it, and then he knows who he is. Sam, I am. Is the moral of the story, eat the fucking green eggs and ham? Oh, he does like them at the end. Moral of the story it's is... Don't be a picky eater. It's stuck with us, and we're talking about it now because it was just... It went viral. The guy knew how to brand. Dr. Yeah. Seuss knew how to brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Cindy Lou Who and yeah. all these people he with little Teletubby hooks for heads. Yeah, he Casper's did. friends. Yeah. You know, Casper had a nice round head, but all of his friends had these little little Cindy Lou Who hooks. That's true. You could hang was, them on like a snorks. door. Who was the first person that noticed that Casper is a dead child? Yeah, that's, that's true. Like, it's like a hack premise, but it's valid. Yeah, but the other ones aren't. They're, they're, the other ones are teenagers. Yeah, he's a dead kid. It's a kid. dark premise. 
Yeah, you but all premises are dark. I mean, I was I've been on, I was on a show full house. I don't know if you heard of it, but oh, I your wife on, died. Yeah, yeah, and Danny that's Tanner's the premise. Wife died one time. I was on Jane. Also, Lana. step by step is a divorce and uh, family matters. Well, but divorce at the end, they were all dead. I don't know. It was like a Bruce Willis situation. They no. were all ghosts. Yeah, no, Jake. Urkel was the only one that was alive. I'm 100% J.K. Oh, so they, you, we've entered into you a positive? That was 100% a joke. Oh, that, oh, that was a joke. Yeah, yeah because I can't yeah. imagine. Yeah. No, there was no dark twist on Family Matters. No, no. step by step. Except that, no, they never, they didn't, they replaced the mom on Fresh Prince, excuse me. I almost thought that Vivian, Aunt Viv, there were two so events. you don't know the news or who's running or who's elected, but you know these old sitcoms. I didn't references. opt out from TGIF. It was must-see TV. I had to see it. Well, we weren't TGIF in the beginning. We were on Tuesdays, and we were bombing. And we were on against That's I, that's that's T-Tit. T-Tit. And what happened was we were on against Seinfeld, and they were bombing, and we were bombing and on Tuesdays. And then they moved us, and they moved them, and... The rest is... Everything worked out. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Is Full House one of those shows like Seinfeld that wouldn't have worked if it happened today? Like, they'd be like, this sucks, pull the plug. I don't know, because they... they Well, the reboot works, but that's reminiscent. What I mean is it got a second chance. Like, Seinfeld yeah, was always they don't Seinfeld. Give, they that's don't, what I mean. They did not... They gave chances then. Back then, if somebody the net, was like, let's network, try it. Yeah. It was I Bob, like that Tanner boy. It was Bob Iger at ABC who runs Disney. He's oh, Walt wow. Disney now. And he said, I love the show. They ran it twice a week. Same with the video show that trying I Trying to get a fucking going. Yeah, just trying to go. I believe in this show. I think we could use a family show. Yeah. Let's try a different kind. And, and it was mildly dark, to your point, though. It starts well, with the J- death. Jay Leno had done a joke on The Tonight Show. He said, the premise of all these shows, you know, uh, <laughs> my two dads and uh, Full House's mom's dead. Let's party. <laughs> and the audience was quiet. Yeah. It was interesting. But yeah. I, I laughed at that joke. You so. could also say it's it's uh, redemptive. We want to know why we care about this person. So somebody goes, his wife died. As a, as a TV writer, you know, you go like, that's an instant way like if somebody's a real piece of shit and then you go his wife just died you go like oh okay well it depends sometimes you're like oh yeah his wife was a piece they're both a piece of shit <laughs> you're right and so the wife but died but it was Danny was- Tanner yeah. I always wanted you in the intro to wipe the car twice. Was there a take where you wiped it twice? Oh, yeah. They always cut me down. Yeah. What? yeah it's a two-wipe. It's... No, they gave Stamos an extra couple seconds. Come on. You know? Fucking Stamos. But, but then we do this this new one. It's ending. And uh, it ends. I do the last one in two weeks. Uh, Another and, finale. Uh, a finale of the fifth season of uh, Fuller House. Five seasons of the Fuller House? Yeah, with the girls growing up and well. taking over and did did well. Yeah, yeah. no, I heard it. And her well. husband died, so they kind of followed the real mold of the show. Her hu- Candace Cameron Bure's Candace D- DJ. Can- yeah, DJ. Her husband uh, died. He was, a, I believe, a firefighter, Wait, I think. Wait, IRL? In real life? Uh, the uh, In real life? No, he's oh, on alive. The show. That's on the show. Valerie Bure, the hockey player. Oh. And winery maker. There's a lot of names coming at me. I know. On sorry. the show, Can- DJ's character died. Uh, DJ's died. husband died yeah. on the show. Uh-huh. And that's how she gets back in that full house. That's why she's in the house. Well, she lived there anyway because I let them live there rent free because well, I'm wealthy. Nice Danny San Fran, Tanner. very difficult city to live Oh, in. it's hard. And I was just yeah. at the house the other day and posted it. On the my, real house. On my, uh, on oh, my yeah. TikTok. I got TikTok. You know what TikTok is? Uh, it makes me um, sad when people over twenty know what <laughs> new things. Well, are. I'm, you know, I like the trend. You know, no, I, my wife. <laughs> Jed, got- Jed was always like, "What was it?" 
Um, what is the thing where you send each other videos instead of texts? Snapchat? No, it's not Snapchat. It's, oh, God, I don't even know what it's called. Videos instead of texts. It's like you and your friend, I send you a blah, and, and then you send me back videos. It's just private. But it's not Snapchat. He he loved it so much. I Jed very well may hear this, so it's not like off the record. Right? He knows he was obsessed with that app. He had us write it into the show, and I was like, I don't think this app is going to exist. By the, it's I don't know exist. this. My wife would know. know She's very viral. So yeah. That's what she does for a living. She's an influencer. Oh, so that's why you're on. What's TikTok? TikTok is a Edit thing where you kind of dub to music, so you get like funny funny music. And, uh, oh, and you like lip sync it or sing along? Kind of. Or... I could show it to you. I'd rather die. Okay. <laughs> um, I was I was reaching for my zipper. Uh, <laughs> for Blazing Saddles. Let me just whip this thing out. Uh, <laughs> I was 100% JK anyway. I just wanted to say I'd rather die. I tend to become the guest and you like a good uh, shocker. And I like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You wake people up with your... with. I, I watch you on Hot Ones, and and anytime there's a That lull, was fun on yeah, that, I, that, that Hot Ones. Thank I you for having me on, by the way. My I, pleasure. I think a lot of you. I think are. we should I get respect, started. I respect you a lot. That's really sweet. I was touched that you said yes. I was I like, he's yes not going to do that. He's not We did get started. We, we were going. No, I was 100% JK. But I, I tweeted. Oh, I, you do kidding. initials? That's no different than me giving you an app. Yeah, no. You I, can't I'm, make fun of Judd's I'm TikTok video got back struck and forth. by lightning and became a boy. <laughs> like, I'm a living, <laughs> trending uh, app. So you're an app that yeah. got struck by lightning. I'm an app hole. <laughs> I love uh, Fiona Apple. I love- <laughs> She's really good. Oh, Bobby, it's good to We see. need a new song from her. She had a new record. I listened to her first two, and I for some reason I missed the third. I bet if she did the podcast, because she's at Largo and stuff, I've been wanting to ask her. Right. Uh, I bet she would tell us about marketing and like how those things... Like Fuller House, for example, didn't even know because the, the algorithm is pushing Ozark. Right. Because it, it's watching... The, I watch Mad Men. I watch these dark things. Right. So, Shameless so, or something. Yeah. If yeah. I was watching... The, I'm not trying to be funny. The Ranch or another multicam, something like that. Maybe Or a Hallmark movie. Yeah. A Hallmark movie or hardcore So you're watching hardcore stuff then? I, what do you like? As a comedian, I've, I don't... I've really, been watching... I don't throw on 30 Rock. I, 30 Rock is a brilliant show. I've said a million. It gives me... Pan- I did watch panic. 30 Rock and I enjoyed it, but um, I can't watch most comedy shows. Uh, it's, it's it's most comedies other than The Simpsons. If you animate, I can't it, watch my own. Um, yeah, but I can watch my new ones. You know, cause new have, specials. No, I have new shows. To, I have two new series. Hit it. Uh, they are they're hosting uh, jobs. That's great. I've You're done great it host. before. I did this thing one versus one hundred. I bet you watched that once. No. Okay. And that was a really powerful <laughs> show. Did I just let you down? Not at, all, not at all. Not at all. I I can't. I couldn't stand anything like that. But I was watching. But I liked it in a way, and I understand why people like it because it takes their mind off. Wait, stuff. is it a hundred people trying yeah, to answer in, a, in a giant in a wall of hundred people? I wish I had thought of that because that's like an you could sell that in an elevator. It came out of the Nordic countries. I bet it sounded like a yeah, European game. It's very, very. Not a little Japanese. A lot of blonde. No, like blonde. Abba. Abba like created snow and it. blonde. Yeah. As if the, it wasn't white enough, it snows 20. So if you pee in the snow and they fall in a skiing accident, you can't find that. Yeah. You can actually write but, your name in pee in a Norwegian person's hair? Is that yeah, okay absolutely. You should. <laughs> you should. And, I'm going to say not a Norwegian in my hair when I was a and child. You would ne- now the joke's about me. No, it's not. Yeah. You're not blonde. When you're I was dirty a kid. Blonde. 
You were blonde? I looked like I was the king people of Norway. People could pee in your hair? People did. Oh, I had a jellyfish on my head, but still. Wow, that's upsetting. <laughs> See, I, I tried to become so the So your guest. head smelled like your pee head. Well, the person was very hydrated. So oh. there was no aroma. Well, that, we didn't talk about hydration And that person's name? Then. Aquafina. That's where it came from. No way. <laughs> I thought it was Dasani. <laughs> or Dazini. I don't even know how to say it's that. It's Dasani. You it's dishonest. It. It's <laughs> You know what it is? Dasani, more like dishonest. It is. is it is an illegal. The end of a rant about how they took the syrup out of Pepsi and charged the same amount. Yes, yeah, same That's amount. dishonest. Two dollars in a machine. And they called it Dasani. Yeah. Like to joke. Like they should have called it Bulshani. Like 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 they know what they're Bullshani. doing. Bulshani. They're liars. Bullshitty. Yeah. Yeah. But it's owned by Coca-Cola, I believe. No, I know. Which is bizarre, which is, I think... I believe Dasani's Pepsi. I don't know why. I think NASA owns Disney and... NASA owns Disney? Yeah, I think. And then NASA's owned by Play-Doh. I think that's how it's going. I don't know. I can't keep up with all the Well, that explains all the moon shapes. (laughs) Yeah, they're all weird. The moon looks like Play-Doh. The moon is Play-Doh. That's a weird that I have. And we never found out if they really walked on that. I believe all the people that have conspiracy theories. I love a good conspiracy theory. Oh, they're great. But I don't... The moon ones, uh, I'm like, I feel like we went to the moon. No, we we did. We did. Yeah. There's a lot of conspiracy theories. It is nuts, though. Sorry? It's all all about publicists. So basically, since the beginning of time, there were uh, 26-year-old young men and women uh, working as publicists who would not return your phone calls, <laughs> and uh, they made history. They're you, the ones that invented history. You mean they made the moon landing? They wrote history. They're, You're saying that's where a conspiracy theory comes from is like a clever... A 26-year-old publicist. Yeah, yeah. From Los Angeles. Yeah, named Trixie. <laughs> uh, maybe Sophie. Yeah, Sophie. Or is Alex. Better. Sophie is a better choice. And the it? guy could be Patrick or... Um, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Scout. Scout's great. Scout's Scout is the kid of uh, Bruce Willis, I believe. Can I tell you what I love about conspiracy theories? Please. It's questioning reality. I don't necessarily like that people get really fervent about it. But when you say the earth is round, I like that people are going, wait a minute, that's crazy, and just look into it. I wish they would then, you know, come to include all the evidence and stuff. Or if they go, we went to the moon, I just like that somebody took the time to be like, that seems really crazy, and look into it. That's like the beginning. But they of look a into it, and then they end up. But they don't look into yelling it, yelling at the moon because they don't yeah. have anything. But, but what you're looking at is is a mirror that's reflecting back. Like if you type in alcohol healthy into Google, it'll give you. You know what I'm saying? So if you type yeah. in moon landing, it'll give you thing, reasons to drink. That's right. But I just think <laughs> that fun. we need to be. I like honesty. That's my favorite thing. So when something is honest and real, yeah, that's my favorite. And that's when comedy's my favorite. And that's yeah. when. Well, let me tell you about life's Sag's my favorite. Story. Do you want a Bob Saget story? Oh my God, it's a good one. Oh, hit me. I love when people tell me stories. You ever have that happen where it's like, yeah, they you come were up in a club like, three weeks before or whatever. Right. Yeah. Or someone says, you know, the first thing you said to me, and I yes. know it's going to be it's filthy gonna be, or it's good gonna be horrible. or it's going to be good or amazing or, you know, and you rarely is it mean. Yeah. Hope, hopefully people aren't like, you called me a real piece of shit. Like, yeah, I've never like, done that. It's like ever. Getting, no, me neither. I, I get. I, I said you were a synthetic piece of shit. So <laughs> that's they funny. were made of plastic and asbestos and coal. That's funny. Clean coal. Clean burning. Clean. It's coming back. Clean CBC. Coal. Is yeah. there such a thing as clean coal? You touch coal. There's such a thing as CBC. CBD. CBD oil. Do you is, want some? No, because I'm, I'm not a pot guy, but there is pot named after me. A lot of it. 
A lot of it. Oh, right. There's Saget Sativa and all that. Really? Just fame shit, you know. Weird. It's interesting. I have a brand of uh, off-brand Tylenol named after me. That's great. (laughs) Is it the PM? It's not PM. It keeps you awake. That's what this podcast is, keeping people awake on road trips. (laughs) Oh, that's what we're doing right now. Or at work. It doesn't matter. Or maybe they're just sitting there. Fi- I want to know where tea. to find this podcast. This is iTunes. And yeah, all it's the on normal- the iTunes. And then people are probably going to uh, inappropriately upload it to YouTube, but I don't really care. And where does it normally, uh, what company is backing it? Not- nothing. That's, so you- why we're in my, that's why you're on my couch right now. So you just go couch. and, hey, let's do this. And then. We started with Nerdist. Do you remember Nerdist? I, I know Chris foot. Hardwick's an old friend of mine. Yeah. Great host. Uh, Talking about host. Great host, great friend. Great, great guy. And a, and a very His mother guy. sold me my house. She was her, really? my realtor. Really? Yeah, That's Sharon. Awesome. Sharon Hills, an excellent realtor. Oh, it's just... how, how great is it that you're a realtor and your name is Hills? Yeah. And then all the hills are, the hills are on fire. It's a bad time. There's also that... Uh, I don't know when this is running, but hopefully all the fires are out I by the time people hear the, this. end of the day, by the end of the conversation. Oh, but it's not going to happen today. The winds, the winds be a-blowing. There's a movie out right now. There's a big the gale a-blowing. What, what's his name? Senna? Michael? John Senna? The J- wrestler? Former wrestler? Don't know him. Doesn't matter. There's a movie where he's a firefighter, and the, and the log line is 0% contained. I'm like, you're going to want to take those down, guys. Right now, it's not the time. It's not the time. No. Like we, the, you don't have to take it down. It's just going to burn up. You are fun. No. We wanted I try to, to have, be so bad. It's so sweet that you say the that. The third season of Crashing, we wanted the log line to be, thou shalt, thou shalt kill, because when you on stage, you kill. And then there were shootings and stuff, and we had to change them. Let me ask you now: Did you take? I've been canceled before. I've been, you know, renewed before. Obviously, Full it, House wasn't canceled. Uh, Full Home House videos? was canceled. It the was, original. yeah. America's Funniest Home Videos. It never wrapped up. There was no like walking off the set. No, no, we walked off. We knew it was the last episode, but it wasn't in the script. Really? Yeah. You should have just riffed something. Well, what a qu- crazy ride we've had. And then you walk out the back door. <laughs> There's a big gale of blowing. I go back to that. It's a house outside. We just outside. stand to the house and we see fires The whole full house, Victorian house, just goes into the skies twirling <laughs> like a tornado. So how much notice did you have that crashing was coming to an end? And how did we it didn't affect know. you? We, we broke the fourth season and we were, we were going to start writing it. And then we found out that it wasn't going to go. You must have been shocked because it was... no. No. I, this isn't me trying to be cool. I, we we also had a feeling, and if you watch the the way that it ended, I think you can tell that we were all sort of like this might. I kept calling it the series finale, you know, sort of Freudianly. I kept being like, "This is a great series." But, but you series were finale. writing it. I, I mean, you knew the, what was happening. Then why would you have thought it was the end? Do you know what I mean? Did they tell you to go? A yeah, certain, every season. Did the network guide you a certain about, direction? No, but. In terms of content, no. But in to give some love to HBO, they do give shows a shot. Our show was not making the money, and they kept uh, giving us another season. So the fact that we had three seasons was because they liked it. Casey liked it. Right. We were making. I a like good Casey. Show. I a, like Casey. He's too. one of the better and people. Amy Gravett and Steve. These were great. Steve was great people to work with. They liked the show. It was critically. That's HBO's thing. The critics like it. The audience likes it. It it pulled in pretty weak numbers. So, like, by the end of the third, Casey called me. I was sitting right there where Tony is. And he he just 
broke it down like a friend. He was like, look, it just, it costs too much money. It's, it's Judd. He pulls in a big fee by the third season. We're all, the whole show is pulling in a fee. We shoot on film. We shut down West 4th Street in the village. It's not a cheap thing. Yeah. So I was like, not shocked. And, and honestly, the covers alone at the comedy cellar. Uh, or the covers? The, just the cover charges. You are funny. You know, Every extra I had to buy a ticket. Is that true? No. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm I'm sort of a TV dummy. When I would watch like Louie and stuff, I was like, oh, they just went in the cellar, run and gun, and shot him doing stand-up. Those are background actors. It's 11 yeah, a.m. Uh, yeah. And he's doing multiple takes. I yeah. never, until I did my own show, I was like, is this what they do on Louie? Because it's nine in the morning. And there's no AC and it's hot and we're pretending it's a Saturday night. Like I had to tell the audience, like, I'm killing. Like I kill. Like you have to you have to laugh. Yeah. Like this is like it was one of the hard I do not I did a miss show that's coming on stand-up. into the new year. They're calling it I, I said to ABC when's it airing? They said winter spring. And I said that's like what is that? That's half a year. Game of Thrones. I don't know winter, winter spring. It's when the wildlings and the dragon eggs and yeah. when uh, the green berries turn blue. But I'm doing another Another reboot of the video show, and it's called Videos After Dark, but it's my my own comedy uh, sensibilities. And it's, it's like America's Funniest. Yeah, but with, there's no contest, and Bob. it's dirty. And yeah. it's and it's you know not real Bob, but Fuller Bob. Full, fuller, well, not Fuller because that would be that would Fuller be the House, show. more complete. But I had two shows that are like the same. Sh- and I said to my agent, "Do you have, can you get me a, a gig that I haven't already had? Hilarious. You know, Your life is a the, reboot. It is a reboot. and yeah. I'm, But it's nice because you're popular and people want that, yeah. you to do stuff. But but it's dirty. It's naked people and babies saying fuck, which is really good. Yeah, I enjoy that. Yeah. I mean, how, your baby didn't when I walked in, but started crying. Yeah, because I had to put her back in baby jail. Too, yeah. A little pet. I mean, it's actually people that don't know. He actually has a prison for his child. Yeah, but it's a, it's a minimum security. It's metal. And yeah. it's and it's in a hole in the ground uh, where a pool's going to be eventually. But it, it's, it's and it's seven feet deep, as per my request. I think it's eight feet deep. Because don't tell me how to frolic. She'll be a floating. So I I really hope she likes in a healthy swim. way. Yeah, in of a course. healthy yeah, way. No, I didn't think um, you were being that dark. But uh, although my they were like the first thing we did was like okay here's the fence we designed the fence first like all the security it's a nice fence you got a nice fence well I mean the fence that'll go around the pool oh although we added the fence and I appreciate you could put the fence around her you know yeah. I don't know why they don't just put fences around people just just I mean like yeah. bubble wrap they can still walk yeah you know they're inside like one of those you know they're just walking like in, a like, the, like the boy in the bubble yeah you know he or the he, baby with the baboon heart I believe. Oh. It's a Paul Simon lyric. Oh, oh, the baby with Think the... Think of the med- medicine as magical and magical as art. Think of the boy in the bubble and the baby with the babbling heart, I believe. Oh, oh, These oh. These are I... the days of miracle and wonder. I feel oh. like you've probably met Paul Simon once or twice. I have met him briefly. Uh, he probably has no recollection, but I was in awe because he's so great. Yeah. Um, well, he's very small. Where is he going to keep the memory of Paul he's Simon. he's looking and and as we get older you know we start to uh, crumble down a little bit so yeah that's let's not discuss that um, what do you mean aging Ent- yeah entropy? aging and how people change their appearance but it's interesting <laughs> to watch him uh perform oh, he's now, great uh he also he conducts kind of he's kind of conducting whether the band is who he's conducting or not that's how he's dancing his dancing is kind of a an arm ballet. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I mean he's written some of the greatest things that yeah. we ever heard. Leela is a fan. The only thing I like 
my favorite thing to listen to is a really loud fart in the middle of the night. <laughs> That's not mine. A ripper. It's, it's not mine or my wife's. A cracker. A cracker. A cracker ripper. And it <laughs> and it happens from outside. You don't know if you Where have a neighbor in Fart <laughs> like you need a family. I live in Fart Mountain, and it's on fire, and it smells like shit. I love it, and um, I need it. Well, that's why the fires, people... Okay, that's too Yeah, much. I started it yeah, with my butt. fart. I had a piece of straw in my butt, and uh, <laughs> and I farted, and it ignited it, and then the whole... This is a confession. All of my house is made of hay bales. I love that your house is in the danger zone, and you're riffing on this, because it makes me feel okay. Uh, it's not fun. No, it's not. But but you know, and it's weird. It's an odd smell. It's a uh, smoke. It, yeah, because it's a it's a like a. It's like when you burn a model airplane. You ever make model airplanes oh, as sure. a kid? Well, no. So when you burn plastic, if you I know make- that smell because I used to do uh, little videos. I loved America's Funniest Home Videos. I'm not tooting your horn here. Right. This is real. That's nice. It inspired me, and the the towards the end, I feel like you started doing like. Stuff that had like intent, like it was made, like it was like a. It wasn't just like a blooper. Like there were more well, videos. Well, I would, I would. People would say, "Are oh, they set up?" And I would go, "Yeah, I'll show you." And so on the air, but nobody seems to remember that I claimed sure. it. I owned it. Yeah, I said, you know, I telestrated. Here's a guy sleeping on a bed. Now watch, he's gonna roll over, and his face is gonna land in this pie. Yeah, <laughs> and then I would have a yellow telestrated line, and he'd land on the pie, and then you see the filament pulling a thing along the ground, yeah. and a baby walking. So yeah. you know, it's yeah. like obvious fake stuff. And but I, but it inspired me to make stuff. So that's why I got the GI Joes out, and that's why I'm lighting them on fire. It wasn't to have something go wrong and be the the butt of the joke, but I was it. It was one of the things that I was like, "Oh, we can do this." And I had a video camera. This is real love. I did it. That this really is like sweet. a legit compliment. I, I watched that show, and it was the first thing I was like, "We can fucking make shit." Like I sent in videos. I'm sure I did, but it was. I also thought you were quite funny. I'm not. You oh, did, you you're did this really bit. Nice. You want to remember? I was doing you dad did? jokes. You no, know. Well, who are you talking to? And at I've seven o'clock at night on a. I a, loved it. I had no choice. I had to do family night, church night, Here's Saturday, a bit Sunday you, night. You went. I'm going to tell everybody how to make the VCR stop blinking twelve. Do you remember this bit? Yeah. Put tape over you it. Put make, like, electrical tape over it. And I was like, I was at home going. That's a solid bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just laughing. We did do solid bits. You did we a had solid good guests. We had good guest stars. We had Jonathan Winters and yeah. Rodney because he was my friend, and yeah. Tony Curtis pretended he was Houdini. Well, I have to imagine it sold tickets too. If if that oh, show it was the existed, number one show, there's a billion people watching. It was the number in the world. It was yeah. the, it was it was the number one of two shows in China. That was uh, either one or number two. And then it was number one in the Middle East. So Lebanon and Israel were fighting. And then I went to Israel to visit. And they told me that during the war uh, that was going on while we were there, that they would... I, I picked good times to go on vacations. Um, you know, <laughs> Oh, the atom bomb in North Korea. That's where I'm staying. And beautiful. You, there's fish under your under your uh, room. But but they, they uh, said the war would stop for a half hour while um videos was on and i said just run the show all day run the show 24 hours there's no war and then you win a peace prize people get hit in the nuts they don't need to blow people up i used to i remember doing a stand-up show so it must could it have been a rerun or maybe a ripoff but funny videos running with the sound off in a bar was getting better laughs than the stand-up show and, that, I, and that I remember going happen. like, we yeah. can't compete. You can't compete with a guy falling over. It's like a silent movie, really. Yeah. I mean, I always compared it to because I've been asked so much about it. In fact, there's a special uh, 
the December 8th, um, which is either in the past or the future. Um, but December 8th is a thing with Alfonso, who hosts that show now, and Tom Bergeron and myself. Mm. And uh, it's about, you know, 30 years of that show. Wow. And then a lot of people sprung out of it. You know, a lot of good people. Daniel Tosh did really funny stuff. Yeah, that's right. Joel McHale was doing stuff and, and Rob Deerdick. A lot You're of right. people. It kind of started the whole, like, here's something and well, then there here's was, someone funnier than the thing commenting on it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And there, and there were, and I did all the voices. So I, Look right. out. You right. know, just yeah, terrible Mel Blank no, impressions. fine. Who cares? But I'm doing them again in the new show. It's like a little baby. Oh, look at my wings. You know, yeah, just because yeah, yeah. it's dirty. <laughs> That's as dirty as I get. Look at my weenie. And I actually said on the air, hashtag uh, something like, um, you know, kids say dirty stuff sometimes, and I don't know who the fuck teaches them that. You know, it's a typical <laughs> kind of joke. Where I you like that. Put the word in the I thing. I like it. I'm not a and and they. Um, and that's on the air, so that'll be coming on. But I have a show coming on Friday that you won't believe. Well, it's on Fridays. That's the way to say it. Uh, Nashville Squares. I hosted a Nashville version of Hollywood Squares. Isn't that just Hollywood Would you Squares? even think about doing it? Would you even think in your Be life? on Hollywood Squares? No. No. I was offered Hollywood Squares to host it and to be on it. And yeah. I refused because there was a script. You kind of have to be funny. You have to do... Right. Uh, if you're the host, you got all kinds of work to do. Yeah. This is not. This is on uh, CMT. Uh-huh. And it's on every Friday at 8 o'clock, TGIF. Uh-huh. And I uh, have country... It's Friday night. Uh, in the mood is right. Oh no! Gonna you, have some fun. Show you how it's done. TGIF. I don't. I never heard that in my life. Why would you? You would have had to have been at home half an hour before your show came. Oh on my watching. god! I never watched my show. I um, <laughs> be weird if you did. I guess. I guess. Oh, I had trouble. You, did you want to see how they cut it? Because it sounds like they cut you. No, down. I knew they cut me badly, so I didn't watch it. It upset you. You know who else said that? Michael Richards. He's. If you watch the Seinfeld commentary, he he's just silent, and they're like. Kramer, say something. And he's like, I can't. I hate this. Because like him putting the cement in the laundry machine. Right. It's like this iconic moment. And he's like, it was three minutes longer. Yeah. And, and they were dying. They and take they air jump out. Cut. They take the air oh, out. Oh, I know. Can you imagine? You didn't have thing? that problem on crashing. No, because I edited that. I edited that. It's good to know to be a good editor. It's also good to be an EP on your show because then you can edit it. Yeah, they, there they, were times they, when I would watch a cut and I'm like, "Oh no!" And and you got to like. To well, that's be, also Judd too, giving freedom to funny people. Absolutely, that, that's what that is. No tip of the hat. I'm gonna let Pete edit it. That's my Judd. Did you like it? Yeah, that was interesting. He gave it zero. Uh, I'll the, come on America's or your new video show, and if Judd's in one of the videos, I'll voice him. <laughs> hey, what? what the, Where's that pie on top of that bookshelf? We know that there is footage of Judd that he shot where somebody got, fell down or something funny. Oh, absolutely. I could put on. He shoots everything. Yeah. He's got it. All day, all day long. He's, he's writing all day long. He's twittering all day long. He just cannot stop. Again, I would say this in, if he were in the room. I am in the room. He comes out from behind the sauna. <laughs> uh, he, uh, <laughs> he doesn't sound like that. No, I know. No, I do it for him. And he's like, I don't sound like that. It's lower. Yeah, it's a lower register. It's a lower. But yeah. there's a little bit. There's something kind of... I knew him when he if was... If I called a, you, ready? I'm going to do it for real. Ready? Your phone rings. Oh, oh he- hello? Bob. No. Bob. Oh. It's Jed. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about doing a new movie, and... It's not very good. No, is this Judd? Judd Apatow. No. <laughs> oh, okay. 
I think you should always do another movie. You're very talented, Judd. Yeah, no, um, and I want you to walk by fully nude. Nude. I can't do that, Judd. We'll only see your penis. Uh, so you, we won't know it's you. It sounds like he has no adenoids. Like he's That's missing what it is. something in the throat. That's why he's so good. Oh, It's the adenoids that are keeping us back. I got it. I was going to tell you. The, I've never heard him even done nearly like. I, that, that sounds nothing like Judd to me. Bill Hader does a great Judd, if you want to hear it. I believe that, yes. Because what Hader does, and I, what I won't do, because I feel like I would be stealing his, but this is me doing my impression of Bill Hader's impression. And he goes, I just like to see you're that kind of guy. Like he does this like low thing. Yeah, that, which that is, is what more Judd. Judd yeah. like, you want to go out there? You just want to go. Like he, he'll do something. And it's, right. It's a little fun. When Dana Carvey and uh, Mike Myers were doing uh, Dr. Evil, it was based on Lorne. Yeah. And Dana was the one that was always doing Lorne. I know this story. And then, and, and then Mike kind of took it on, too, because when people play together, they sometimes... It always makes me sad when Howard Stern is like trying to get the guest to be angry, because Dana's such a sweetheart. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know, I did Lauren, and, and then uh, Mike did it on the movie. And he's like, why do you do that? Why do you do that? Why do you do that? Why the fuck do you, Robert, why do you do that? I'm just like, at what point do you just go like, do I have to poke you? Well, we tend to, as a culture, look at the negative and look at the things that we're jealous of and unrequited. I guess I just and want I'm a not like that. that. Well, that's why I wanted to do your podcast. Yes. Because I kind of think the same way. I can I be a negative person. Is, I can I can go negative. I, can, I know Howard Stern is like a deep, sweet person. He's a I, sweet That's man. what I mean. But to get this, hol- this Nashville squares, right? So I had to go do two days of early morning press. I did a lot of radio, a lot of TV. And all they wanted to do was tabloid shit. They just wanted to go after I know. somebody I'm friends with. I guess that's or, my point. Is it's not? I, I am backtracking a little bit. It's not. It's easier Stern, to go negative. It's, it's not easier. Stern as much as it's the whole culture of the like. Culture wants to hear. Because he did it to Robert Downey Jr. He's like, why did Martin Scorsese say that those movies aren't good? That they're not cinema? I was like, we all know what he means. Right. And by the way, Scorsese said they're roller coasters. He's saying they're fun. He's just saying they're not exactly cinema. But it did come off. We know what it he came means. off in a negative way a little bit, I think. And I get it, but like, and well, I agree with Robert it. I mean, Downey. I do- agree, I mean, and Doctor, I love them. Doctor Strange love takes a half an hour to get into. And so Doctor Strange, you're, you're right gonna in. Say you, you're going to say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange, you are in immediately. Yeah, you get it immediately. But there's What's no love. With- there's no love. That's funny. I I lo- I own so many Marvel movies, and I go and I see them, and I love them. And when he was like, "They're not cinema," I was like, "Yeah, no, I don't think they're trying to be. They're their own thing." Yeah, they're, they're pop. They're, we used to call them popcorn movies, but they're great. You feel how you could about- you be mad? He is also a certain anger when somebody makes a half a billion dollars and totally. your classic movie. That's a great movie. I can't yeah. wait to see The Irishman. Yeah. Not the movie. I just want to meet an Irishman. You want to meet my dad? Yeah. Well, I'm shocked. I usually watch movie Friday night. Does he drink beer? It sounds like Is it. Is he a Dubliner? Uh, he he used to uh, drink. He doesn't drink anymore. That's good. Yeah. He's off the sauce. Is he with your mom? Unfortunately. Oh. They, they're together too much? They're just like, what was it in The Departed where Matt Damon says, I'm Irish. You have to leave me. I'll never leave you. Yeah. I was there's a, there's a sort of like weird thing going on with my parents where I'm like you I say to them all the time I'm like you guys don't even like each other what is going on here Have you thought and don't don't think this is negative They of, do like each have other Have you thought of killing them have you just is not meant negative No I mean just actually killing your parents <laughs> 
I thought you were being serious. No, I uh, I ain't that kind of guy. I moved away though. I said to my mom, I've said this a million times. I thought it was so funny, and she laughed. That, you moved away late. The I great was, thing, right? Twenty two. The right. great same here. Is that late? Same here. It's late. Is it? Yeah. I mean, Ray Romano was like twenty eight, but I'm like twenty nine. But they I'm lived out. together. But I'm out. I can't live here anymore. That's a good impression. It's okay. That's pretty good. I did a video. Were you an impressionist for a while? No. It's happening now. I'm late. I'm a late bloomer. So now you do, what other voices do you do? Don't do it, Bobby. Funny people. Don't do it. Gilbert's easy. I did, I've never tried him. It's just loud. We yeah, don't want to do it. I know. Everybody it. does it. We'll it get a headache. Yeah, people will change. They I, won't listen to the podcast. I, I can't do it. Everybody knows that listens to the show that I'm very tempted to run through my impressions. But we got to keep it about Bobby. I'm going to tell you the story. Are okay, you ready? go ahead. Comedy Connection Providence, one of the first, it's the first club I ever performed at. Oh, my grandmother. I know. It was an old bank. Remember the green room was the vault? Oh, God. Do you remember this? That's when I met you? No, we didn't meet. Here's the story. Uh oh. It's a good story. Okay. I love this story. Did I make the support payments? I get it. Was it, it a, took me a second. A, was it a, a I, baby? You don't don't date uh, waitresses. That's all. My no. ex wife was a waitress at the Providence Comedy Connection. I knew that. <laughs> no, I. Didn't. You were fun. <laughs> Did you tip her? In a way. <laughs> oh, we were dating before she did that. And then when she started doing that, I was, it was exciting to me because they did that. I would never do this again, but I was like, maybe you could get me three minutes. They got me three minutes. I did very bad. With your wife? That would be generous. You were done in one. What do you one. mean we did it twice? Yeah, you, that's all it takes. That's all it, you know. You, she told me you were there. Comedy Connection. Uh-oh. Providence. This is a great story. So this is at the time when I was very nervous. All I was doing was like, I, I, Captain, like three minutes, like obeying the rules, so nervous. Right. And she told me a story that you were doing, you were headlining of, and then you would, like 30 minutes in, you were like, I have to go to the bathroom. And you left the stage. The bathroom was upstairs, I I, I never did that. Really? Never left the stage, never went to the bathroom. This is a fun story, though. But it's not true. She I'm going to quote I was what Johnny Carson else. said to you. Who cares if, if it's true? Just tell the fucking story. Just tell it. <laughs> just, uh, just tell it. Just tell Go ahead. It. What's the story? Just, you left the stage. That it was really funny that you left, took a pee, and came back. I wonder if that's possible. Not that you left. She said they were laughing the whole time. You left, peed. Did I take a mic? That would be funny. See, if I took a mic, that would be something I would have done. Yeah. But I would have never left the stage positive. Yeah, positive. Because I, I always did like 40 minutes of stand-up and then, or half an hour stand-up, then would pick up a guitar and do comedy songs. I hear you. Not parodies, but by like funny songs. What like, if this is what I got mad at my ex-wife for? She had an affair. Lying. And left me, and then I was like, you lied in that Bob Stan! I looked yeah, her up. you lied about Bob. You lied maybe. about Bob! Maybe she thought it was somebody else, like Barry Sobel. Maybe it was or, or someone that looked like me. Yeah. Talked like me, walked like me. You also had that, so the evening of the improv joke that I saw, because those were montages. Yes. And I remember the only clip that they had of Seinfeld. Now that we're stand-ups, I know someone would say, like, do you mind if we use some of your set? And you'd be like, you can use the part where I was riffing. Like, you could use the, right. the riff I did. Or just but not walking on or off. Exactly. Right. And Seinfeld just goes... Uh, Bud Freeman, a whole new way to make money. He's just like making fun of the fact that they're like, explo- not exploiting, but maybe exploiting. Right. So he's like roasting him. And that's the clip they use. Just so fucking Seinfeld was on the cover. That's why I bought it. That was uh. the whole clip. 
Bud Freeman, a whole new way to make money. I'm sure and then, that made, they used us all. I mean, I'd oh, be I on know. the cover of stuff and I would be like. I'm sure you were on the cover. And this was the joke. Ready? I'm dating a girl. I'm, I'm just nuts over her. She's this tall. Yeah, and that's an old joke. And I didn't know it was. And then Brad Garrett started doing the joke. Yeah. And then I, he said, Bob, that joke's older than the hills. I saw, I was at the Laugh Factory last night. And I didn't know that because they never stole. I saw a joke that my pastor had done. And oh, I, I almost oh. told him. What did you make him do, like some Hail Marys or something for doing the stealing of the joke? That would be a priest, but uh, oh <laughs> no, I don't want to deny you. I don't your get out much religiously. <laughs> <laughs> I do like talking to someone that, that from inside a, a phone booth with a curtain. Yeah, there's something about it. Yeah, also something very personal. But I, I would, I can do it on a couch. See, that know? was that was uh, with on crashing too. A lot of Jewish people with love uh think we're all catholic <laughs> so judd would be like where's his collar and i'm like they don't wear they don't wear collars I, right I, i've said many times that's the only time that i had to insist against judd on something was the costume of the pastor and and he was right he was like he looks like a doctor because he was just wearing a blue collar shirt and i was like they look like doctors <laughs> they just right. look like regular right. people you were gonna be a what's doctor. your denomination i don't i'd rather not say Okay. I'm kidding. A non-denominational. Parisian? <laughs> Parisian? Are you non-denominational? That's what I was. I'm, I'm not... Have religious. you been baptized? I've been baptized in two churches, Catholic and Protestant. Did someone pee yellow in your hair? That's when they did it. Right. Right. That's a bastard. <laughs> you know what's funny about baptism? Christianity is so much more like fucking... If they don't pick you up out of the water? Well, that's what I was going to say. It's a, this is from Richard Rohr. It's a drowning thing. You're dying. That's what it is. It's, yeah, to bring you back to mock, life. It's a mock drowning. Yes, but you we, get your breath back, and that's how you are reborn. But everybody takes away the sort of grittiness of that ceremony. I always thought about if that. If you and me in a river, and I Torture. was like, I'm going to kill you, and then you're going to be reborn. But everybody's just like, no, it's just the water. We're just cleaning you. No, I'm submerging you. John the Baptist was a crazy person. I say that with deep love. I love I loved John the Baptist. I'm just saying. I met he, him. He I, was a good I guy. I comped him and his whole family. It, it, it was at the Orleans in Vegas. You are too fun. <laughs> I love you. I love you too, but I don't you. think I went to the bathroom during a set. I, I did had. have a story at the Punchline in Atlanta. Hit it, which was run by these people that were not as uh, you know they they it wasn't a good club. It was not a fun experience for me. Um, it Can was you go at to first. the Claremont Lounge. I don't know what Is that weird. They dance take you club somewhere. There's a strip club. Uh, probably there's like old strippers. The, yeah, we won't mention the owners because they'll probably have us killed. But somebody got it. It wasn't the well. There was a comic club. before me, and he uh, there was an opening MC, and then the comedian before me was supposed to do twenty five minutes, and he did an hour. Oh, boy. and the second half of his hour, he took my guitar, my guitar that was sitting backstage, and played it. Yeah, and then. So he kind of did not he my act. He tipped it. He tipped it. He just stole part, everything. Part he stole of the, the job, format of my show. This is like one of the unwritten rules. Like the MC and middle don't do crowd work too. It's like like that. That's how I was raised that's, as a comedian. You do it, you it properly. Save it you, for, do, you do the material. You do your anyway. Your job is to get them listening to the thing. Don't bring out the twist. But this is the evil part. The guitar this is, is the, the twist. That's well. It's you know. I'm not. It's I was a fun old, reveal. If you're the second guitar act. Get but out of here! Not only that, but I wasn't a good. I'm not a guitar I act. I, I write that way. You know, but I, I'm not calling you a GA. No, but see, but uh, <laughs> or, or you could add a letter and then 
I don't know. I, I can't argue anymore about I anything. Can't. But this guy goes, follow that after he gets off stage. I follow know. that. I go, well, follow myself? What are you doing? Wow. And and then I had a really rough set, and then the owners didn't like me anymore because... Wait, what? What the middle is the at fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sided with the middle? Yeah, because I had a rough time. I want to I'm die. supposed to overcome anything, even if the guy does my incredible format. But the point of my act... You turn the mic off at Used that to point. be, I agree... My my act. I'm still was, not done being angry at this. Well, I don't want you to get. There's angry. also a, a Neil Diamond story. I think he's dead, by the way. The guy that did it, a, and the people that worked at the club. I think one of them. The dead. whole audience is dead too. The whole audience. Yeah, they were dead except Neil for Casper because he's a he's a boy he's a boy ghost. Neil Diamond was getting off stage at some festival that he was doing with Bob Dylan, and he closed. I guess Diamond thought he was killing it. And he goes to Bob Dylan, who's on next. He goes, follow that. And Bob Dylan goes, how? By falling asleep? <laughs> Which I think is a, great, is a great retort. I am told that Neil Diamond in his show in Vegas sings Sweet Caroline seven times. Wow. I don't think that's enough. That's like N-Words in, Par- in Paris, I believe. They play that multiple times, Kanye and Jay-Z. Uh, well, Kanye's found a new world. He's found an an old lord and a very old one. Yes, yeah, not that old. Not if you go all the way back. I mean, no, I know. If you go cryptically, people don't really. People think that you know two thousand is a long time ago, but no. in two thousand years from now, they're not going to think that when they when they look at this. That's that's interesting. I think and Buddhism twenty five twenty five hundred. Well, in Judaism is uh, five. Yeah, it's five. Egyptianism is way old mm-hmm. and Greek. And all based on just worshiping statues and it's all just Horus, the falcon headed god. It's like oh, oh, oh yeah. that poor guy had a falcon ugly face. <laughs> Good night, everybody. The Comedy Central roast of Horus. Oh, Horus. Yeah. I, I don't always, know if I pray to you or give you seed. You're, oh, <laughs> sit on my perch. We are, you are on hallowed ground. How do I worship a god? He doesn't have a throne. He's got a perch. <laughs> These are fun. These are fun. My throat is perched. Um, <laughs> see, people make fun of puns, and I've always gotten made fun of. But I think you know why? Because because they don't think of them. Nobody's out thinking of a joke. That's good. Nobody's out. They're going. That's not funny. When do you, do you ever try to write something funny? Yeah, but that's not what I do. Or the worst is, and I don't know if you've gotten it. Is uh, and this is bitter talk, which is bad. We have vowed, vowed bitter not, talk. Bitter. We talk. never vowed. No, <laughs> I just said I don't like shock stuff. I, it doesn't need like it can evolve. The form can evolve. Right. We can have an honest conversation. I had a sh- about why Martin Scorsese said it wasn't cinema. We don't have to be like, why do you say that? Why do you say that? It could just be like, I why didn't Robert Downey Jr. just go like, I get it. I understand I'm what he sure was, he did. He kind of did say. I'm it. sure he yeah, did he get it. I mean, Are those you, movies. I mean, there's a reason. I hate to, uh, you know. There's a reason they killed Robert Downey Jr. in The Last Avengers. Because his mean, contract was up. And he he is kind of siding with Martin Scorsese. Oh, He's is like, he? I don't know. I would think he'd want to go make some movies and act. Yeah. I, I mean, it's nice to make, a, you know, a, you know, $100 million. I can't million believe dollars. he did so many of them. I can. And he's great at it. He was great at it. And I loved those Who movies. Who doesn't think he's great? Yeah. I just don't want to... He didn't for a while back in the day, and he got through it, which is miraculous. With the drugs and everything. That makes him a hero. That's a real hero. That's a real hero. That is a real hero. To get through that. And I've had a lot of that in my family and in my life. And No, I know. And and I know that, uh, the, you know, when people can overcome 
what is the hardest stuff that could possibly happen to them. Yeah, but that's what the event. That's why we like the Avengers. If you want to get real, well, when you when I saw the first Iron like Man defeating the dark when side, you see of- Robert Downey Jr. being Iron Man after playing Chaplin, after playing all these parts, after yeah. playing Less Than Zero, which was close to what he was doing later when he had real trouble. And I don't do gossipy stuff, so, but I'm just citing out what a great. Piece I feel like of people know that humanity he struggled. Yeah. Uh, when you saw that damn movie, I think it had something to do with how much you were rooting. No, uh, Iron Man. Oh, how yeah. much you were rooting no, you're right. for, oh my God, super, Superman basically had a drug problem. You yeah. know, it's yeah. like he, he, he was homeless. No, you know, oh my be, God, you go, Superman. When the casting is informed by what we know of their story and you're, and you're, and you're rooting for them, like Artie Lang. In our show, you're, you're well. I know Artie Lang very well because I, I directed Dirty Work. I know. So he now has the nose of a pig's tail, which I'd like yeah. to somehow help. I yeah. think we can get when, a fund. Fa- yeah. Maybe go fund his nose. <laughs> Artie, we love you. I, I, I want. It looks to like the emoticon that's sitting on your toilet. Oh <laughs> it my looks, god! It has a soft. Oh, I do have the poop on the. You do, on the but it looks like soft swirl, and and I love Artie yeah. I, a lot. I'm sure he has between between the three of us the best what my nose look like jokes. I agree with you. I'm sure he he's got I a, agree. a killer ten on his own nose. It is it is a, a an odd object. But on our show, a lot of his pathos. Oh, I can eat. Um, I asked for a sixty minute light because I'm uh, trying not to eat until it's boring. Are you? Oh, you're on fasting, that fasting. I know. do that. Yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah, I haven't eaten today. See, I haven't eaten either, and that's why my old smoothie's over there, and I'm going to eat it whenever. But I'm feeling fine. I feel great. You don't have to offer me anything. I didn't. No. I drank your baby's milk. From my wife? No, out of its butt. (laughs) After your baby had already digested its milk. Well, that's the premium stuff. Eating baby poop will keep you going all day. No way. Absolutely. Okay. My house is heated on baby poop. I actually used it to retar my roof. Because <laughs> some of the shingles, uh, and shingles are painful, but... Um, yeah, you don't want shingles. No, but... Unless it, you're a house. You guys have been great. Yeah, I love you up here. That's what we were talking about, puns. Those are cover charts. People don't like... This is my theory. People, well, Groucho oh, did puns. Here it is. Go ahead. No. That wasn't like a passive-aggressive. Here it is. No, no. Oh. I was going to say people don't like jokes that computers can get. There's something about the perfect math of a pun. Where you say it, humans want to feel special, like they can discern a subtlety of humor or a level of humor that a, a machine wouldn't get. And if you asked a computer to make a joke, it would probably be like, you don't want shingles unless you are a house. You know what I mean? And that's funny. It is funny, and especially if a computer said it. Yeah, <laughs> that that is funny. And Whitney Cummings is on her way to making a replacement for herself with this. this uh, I saw that poster. Yeah. Well, that's not well it was your special. She brought the the uh, computer out. Oh, I it didn't was, know that. Yeah, it's a life replica. It's a robot of her. Of her. I don't care for that. No, if you like her and you want to fool around with a robot because she won't let you touch her, you could, you could steal the robot and do what you want with it. I feel like in the future we might be having robot sex. I think so. I used to have a bit about that where I was like, then you start feeling bad because it's like you haven't turned me on in four months. <laughs> Well, Bill Burr just did a great thing on his new special about that, about robot sex. and and I don't remember it. I saw that special. I don't remember that bit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's what I just saw. That's my Burr. That's Bill Burr. (laughs) Have you heard Burr's new bit? 
God! <laughs> no, I love him. You have He's a, so much better than that. Your I'm impressions are odd. That, are that's odd. that's a Tourette's crow. You know who's in my new movies? Uh, Bill. Bill, get over here. Thanks, Bill. That's that's the whole scene. <laughs> that would be. It's great to do impressions of people, and then to have them talking to each other, and then do it for them, because yes. it'll be the. It's a blank stare, double take. Yeah. It's a two shot of staring what, at you. Let you. They know that you don't know what you're saying. I don't think I've ever done my bill for Bill. I don't think it's Bill. It's not well. No, I don't it's think the it's essence of Bill. I I don't think it's, it's any an essence. No, I'm not criticizing. No, you I may. just I hear no. It's not real cinema, is what you're saying. Uh, it is not. They have ruined. <laughs> you have ruined the Bill Burr. <laughs> well, Joe DeRosa does the best Bill, and I won't even do it. We can call him and have him do it. He's funny. He's got it down. Well, you know, there's something wrong with that. I had it down, and then I got it taken out. You did cocaine. No, yes, in, in the, the early in the day, in, in the early eighties. Well, tell me your own Robert Downey, because we love those stories. I don't have a. Well, I was just hanging out with people, you know. I got Sam Kennison his first spot at the Comedy Store. You did not. I told Mitzi to watch him. I had met him in. Um, did you go? You'll take, enjoy take, this. Take off the beret. Yeah, he would yell it. It's worse what he would do. He would uh, say things that no way he could do them now. He would not yeah. get a spot. With what he, he would be arrested with what he's doing now, be sued really? and everything. Yeah. But I met him in Houston when he was banned from the comedy workshop, and I was working at the Laugh Stop in Houston. And uh, you were not being breastfed; you were inside a you were a zygote. You were not human, <laughs> and uh, you were a sea monkey. You were a sea monkey covered in a little bit of gerbil fur, um, just to make you soft and and likable. And um, he had. I, he showed me a newspaper article of himself on uh, Houston Chronicle Arts and Leisure, and he had uh, crucified himself. He was The club wouldn't let him work there anymore because he was talking about uh, Jesus, and he had been doing a, a, a dog and pony show. He had been doing a faith healing show, like Leap of Faith, like the Steve Martin yeah. uh, movie play. And um, he would go with his brother. Was and Leap they would, of Faith a play? They were, yeah. I didn't know that. And they, they were... Um, not long lived, but by a friend of mine, Michael Mannheim, which I just wanted to bring up. And this is an impression of him. Hi. Um, so, <laughs> so what happened was, it's good to do people you don't even know. Here's an impression of my Uncle Jonah. I do, hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. I do my brother perfectly. My wife, Val, says all the time, I'm going to do it. She, I, If my brother was famous, this would be my best impression. Ready? Hey, dude, that's your brother. That's it? That sounds good. I could call his girlfriend and go, I was just thinking maybe we could go down to the movies. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> he's soft-spoken. Yeah, he's a big he sounds guy. sounds like a serial killer. It's a, there's a flair. <laughs> so what happened with Sam Kennison is he took himself, go from serial killer, easily segued and interrupting, and he Need was it. chained to a uh, telephone pole in front of the uh, comedy workshop in a diaper and a crown of thorns that says that he was persecuted wow. by the comedy workshop. I think that's extreme. That is extreme. For a comedian. But yeah. he had been doing faith healing shows, so this was his idea of comedy. Yeah. And he had his head tilted back in his eye. It was a pretty upsetting picture. <laughs> and then um, I saw his stand-up, and I just thought it was, uh, you know, the You're one... Like, I'm going to get this guy in at the store. <laughs> it fit in. I mean, Three days later. Well, Mitzi had Michael Richards coming in, and Michael was, you know had his little uh, 
little machine gun men, you know, as little oh. toy soldiers, like uh-huh. in Toy Story. And they would all be like, and he'd just be making noises and they'd all be shooting each other. And then Kennison came in and uh, you spilled all over yourself. I did. Keep telling us. At least though. you have a beverage. I didn't get one. Um, well, I don't know. Normally when you do a podcast and you're really hoarse, someone offers you something, but I think I'm going to be sucking your no. chest. <laughs> do you want my shirt? <clears throat> I'm fine. So what happened was... Uh, you want a coffee? Mm, I don't want you to stop this. Tony will get it. Because I don't get up and go to the bathroom during my you set. You are the king of comedy. Uh, nope, that would be Robert De Niro. I'm sorry, Joaquin Jerry Phoenix. Lewis. <laughs> that would oh, be Joaquin God. Phoenix. I didn't see the Joker. Is it? Did you? No me gusta. Have you seen it? Yeah. Is it ruining movies? <laughs> is that what they're saying? No, that's the Avengers. But Hilarious. Is it? Is it good? Um, it just wasn't for me. Really? I think Joaquin Phoenix is incredible. He is. I just thought it was... Um, is it so negative that it's not for you? No, my problem with it was that it's an unreliable narrator, and then it's just like reading... It's like the story of the Joker as told by the Joker, so you're just watching something where you're like, so wait, none of that happened? That's that's the feeling I had at the end of the movie. You're like, so so we learn nothing? But you're also a positive person. You're cynical because you have no choice. I also, you're a comedian, so it turns you cynical. You're fun. I, I, you're right. I didn't like, uh, I didn't necessarily, it wasn't maybe what I was in the mood for. That right. could also, I, I think movie critics should write the first page of every movie critic should be the mood they're in, what they had to eat, how much coffee they had, where they are in their relationship. And what their stool looked like. Yeah, I would like, I would like. what was your last bowel movement? That's, that's how it just started. I give my last bowel movement two stars. And mm-hmm. you'll see a lot of corresponding reviews, two-star movie, two-star bowel. I'm not even kidding. No. If I, you're in love, if I had like, just like That's real, a three-star bowel movement. Or if I had been in like a darker place. It's got place hearts in it, sweethearts. And like wanted some solidarity of like, yeah, the world does fucking suck and everybody's mean. The thing in the Joker... That really bugged me, and this is not a spoiler, is he, he works at the clown place. It's all in the preview. And he gets assaulted, remember? Yeah. And he gets hit with the sign. And then the owner goes, I'm going to need that sign back. And then Joaquin Phoenix goes, what are you talking about? I got assaulted. And he goes, you mean to tell me they stole the sign? And in, at which point Joaquin Phoenix could say, they hit me with the sign. I understand that he's not a socially intelligent person. And then he goes, but what he does say is, why would they take the sign? You're going to see this movie and you're going to see this moment. He goes, why would they take the sign? It's like this, like, why is the world being so unfair? I was assaulted and you want me to return the sign? They took it. Like, they, 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 they t- broke it. And he, and he goes, why would they take the sign? And the owner goes, why does anyone do anything? And I was like, I can't. The whole movie had that tone. That thing. kind of rhetoric. Like, it was almost like Curb, like in Curb Your Enthusiasm, where the people that have to improvise against Larry have to represent this preposterous worldview, where everyone, like a social worker in The Joker says to The Joker, people don't give a fuck about you. I was like, is this, what is this? So the only thing I can be led to believe is that the story is being told through his perspective, and that's what it sounds like. That's what it feels like to be him. And I, that's that just not really for right, me. That's but- not... Yes, but that's what they. Like, I don't think that's how I, they I chose to I do it. I think Todd Phillips is a masterful filmmaker. I enjoy his work. I think The yeah. Joker probably is a great movie. It just wasn't for me. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't for me. So a movie where it's like this is what it feels like when the whole world is against you. I'm like okay, but I, I'm such a. I don't know what I am. But we all know. We all. I think a lot of comedians feel that the whole world is against them. Why does anyone do anything? I'm going to need that sign back. 
but well, that's why does anyone do anything? I was like, can we get a better inciting disaster than the guy wants the sign back? It's not exactly a Zen quote. But Todd Phillips would probably say, you know, it's being told through his perspective and that's what the world feels like. I'm sure that's what he that's what he would say. And I and I would say, great job. You deserve all the accolades and I'm glad it's doing well. It just isn't the type of thing that I necessarily enjoy. I like I like more I don't know what the more ambiguity, more complexity, more something. Right. Something that I didn't get. What's the last movie you saw that you loved? Well, one of my favorite movies of all time is, is The Master. So I've sort of jokingly said, if you want to watch a really, really good Joker movie, watch The Master. Because that is a guy who we see where he's being wrong, where he's deluding himself. Right. Where there's other realistic people in the world that are sort of going like, this guy's kind of fucking nuts, right? Nobody in The Joker is going, do you think this guy's going to snap? I just gave him a gun and he was assaulted and he, and he doesn't talk to us. And look at his body. Right. Everyone's just like, you fucking piece of shit. I th- Get your act together, clown. <laughs> and then, he, of course, he beca- and then they're like, let's book him on a late night show. But then you're like, but that didn't happen. Then I'm like, then why am I watching it? Right. I don't want to watch a fever dream of a lunatic. This is upsetting you. I guess that's the point but of the you movie. You seem it? like that upsetting. You don't see easily upsettable to me. I like getting upset for fun. When you do stand-up, are you upset in your stand-up? I like getting upset for fun in my stand-up. But when I've seen your stand-up, I haven't seen you get that upset. That's true. That's what this is for. That's that. This is a nice little sidebar. Do you get upset on the stage? Sometimes. Yeah, what Sometimes. does that feel like? It, it, well, it's an injustice, and it's as if someone's trying to start something. Um, in the crowd or even yeah, in the Yeah, in the crowd sometimes. So oh, yeah. Somebody will say something negative. I have to and imagine. And I'll go, there's enough negative. We don't need, or they grew up watching me. That is dangerous mm-hmm. right there. Or girls flash their, well, bo- that's, their boobs at me. Is and, that true? Yep. All I six of them. I would be worried because you mentioned Ray. I did a show with Ray, and I don't realize how not for 60-year-old women my comedy is. So he'll do a fundraiser, and everybody goes, it's that sweet boy from that sweet show. And I loved doing shows with Ray, but I noticed, I was like, wow, I'm dirtier than I thought I was. I can't imagine. Isn't that funny to find that out? Yeah, you're like... Because I don't even think I'm that... I didn't for a long time think I was that dirty. Yeah. And then people go, he's the dirtiest. And I'm not, because other people graphically talk about sex and insides of people's bodies, and I never did. Right. I would talk about a hemorrhoid, how it's frozen so it breaks off. I mean, that's just absurdist. Right. So, but I got pegged as being filthy because... Because everybody thought you were Danny Tan. But but back in they think that they Dan don't know Tan. what acting is well it was i the don't 90s. understand we didn't know yet no but they still don't and and it's funny because leonard nimoy was going i'm not spock i'm not spock and then he wrote a book and then 10 years later he wrote a book called okay i'm spock you know it was like, i asked henry winkler people would call him Fonz, and he would he said children would call him Fonz, and he'd go don't call me that would you like it if I called you uh, Billy? I used to Billy get a Hogan? little bit upset at, really? at, at it, and I don't anymore. I was doing uh, when people would call you Dantan. Dantan, Dantanas. Uh, I was at uh, Carlos Dantana. <laughs> Carlos Dantana. I was doing uh, uh, my Scientology workshop yesterday. No, sorry, <laughs> You're I was fun. doing. Well, he's. You know, I think he is a subscriber. Who is Danny Tanner? Carlos Santana, I thought. Oh, is he a, a Scientologist? I think I don't know. I could be wrong, and that would upset him. So let's leave it in. But he's only so, going to express his anger through a beautiful solo. So keep it in. Right, right. A twenty minute. <laughs> he's like, you know how that made me feel. 
And we're like, wow, we should upset Carlos more. <laughs> That's how he responds. Wow, that was smooth. He doesn't speak with English. or, no. or, or um, he has his assistant hand him a guitar. Oh, my grandmother. Yes. Um, you were saying. I was saying, I was about to say I was doing Access Hollywood. I had to do it yesterday. And a little girl comes over to me. And she's seven. And she's shaking. And she's crying. And she likes me. And she goes, I love you as Danny Tanner. Um, uh, she said, and she's crying. She can't believe she's meeting someone that means so much to her yeah. from a show that means so much to her. I remember you representing like the perfect dad. And I still do. I mean, I, I yeah. try to do more when I don't, when I read the script and I go, no, morally he wouldn't do this. Oh, yeah. um, I, so you, I'm an actor. You know, last thing I did on Broadway was I was a Lutheran pastor. Nobody knew it was me because they didn't, they didn't get, they, how could that be him? Because he's huh. only one guy that he played. Because <laughs> life is like that. We wow. only have one personality. That's, That's so it. Funny. But this little girl, and then um, I returned her a couple hours later. But the thing is, you are fun. I had to take her to the mall. She needed some stuff. But um, <laughs> but then um, I took a picture with her, and then she said, "I love your TikTok." Also, TikTok and is an app. Yeah, we're back where, TikTok. but it's weird because it's meant for it's TikTok little kids should be looking at it's got 16 year old girls trying to be sexy and doing stuff and it's not right unless the state says it's legal but it's still not right to me it, I, and, oh you're saying tiktok as an app kind of you know tiktok as an app a lot of the people that post stuff on there are inappropriate high sexy. school yeah. girls that are accurately sexy are not they're not inappropriately they are what 16 year old girls do and this is an outlet for that. But I've got here's a seven-year-old girl watching it. So yeah. she may watch me and she may watch Don Stamos or old Mary Kate Nasley stuff from the show. But yeah. but if she's going and watching a, a lot of the girls yeah. doing their sexy dances, it's... Well, now you sound a little Danny Tanner. It's not a great that example. Is, that is where I vacillate in between. Well, I love what you just said. And I use Vaseline <laughs> because I don't want anybody to get hurt. I understand. You don't want that frozen hemorrhoid. It's a dry world back. with this. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a dry world, folks. I got 12 minutes on frozen hemorrhoids. But what I get passionate about is uh, because my parents still see me as Danny Tanner, and I'm always trying to convince them that I'm Sam Kinison. Obviously, I'm not. But Sam you Kinison. are. You're in but the you middle somewhere. Sh- we have something similar. But I that's think, what I mean. Regard. But to this, but you day, have to be multifaceted. No, I agree. But what we I aren't w- just one thing. That's what I want to give you the platform. I just want to be an about. interrupter <laughs> so that you can't get your thought. No, out. are you kidding? And you can't have I'm never ca- why would you ask a comedian are you kidding I never I never have <laughs> wait I just did what I'm saying is I get very worked up about the idea that people think that you're Danny Tanner because I my family thought that I was Danny Tanner and now you in your life in your career are and to I say, still like, am a bit Danny Tanner but buddy, you, so, so are am I. you so am I we're supposed to be yeah, yeah. that's why it was a successful secession that's why we can secede from the union don't bring anytime. up secession that's most of my impressions that's do you temp- watch succession no I've been uh, really busy but I know that Texas can secede anytime it wants fun. Six Flags um, that's the best place I don't like those places Six Flags uh uh-uh. I like Disney. Why would you like it? Are you full of fried dough and Mountain Dew? It's not for you. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Oh, you're saying you're agreeing with me. We're Disney people. 
I am a Disney person. At over 30, you're a Disney. I've di- been Disney my whole life. My whole life, Disney. I went to Disney 8, and I was like, look at the landscape. Pinocchio. Yeah, the yes. landscape is amazing. It's fucking beautiful. It's ridiculous. Well, that's how I, when I go to Disneyland now, I'm admiring the flowers. I'm like, look, there's no line for these flowers. Well, no, you you could have a lot of fun with the flowers. <laughs> and then in the March of June. Up your butt. Uh, yep, yep. Alice Stick Wonderland. a flower up your butt. I, I liked her. I liked every Disney female. I was a very uh, horny young man. I think that's what we call part of the problem is the princess thing. <laughs> it's like, yeah. We had to be Danny Tanners and they had to be fucking Pocahontas. Yeah. That's a late one. You want, you don't want a Pocahontas. Cause you <laughs> I barely know her. If you poker, poker. But if you poker. Pocahontas? I barely know her. If you, if you poker in the Hauntas, you could get a rash. <laughs> but um, you could get jauntas. Pocahontas. Wait, John Smith? Isn't his name John Smith? Yeah, that you was get your John man. Smithness. Yeah, Diss. that's right. Jamestown. John's supposedly. last name was Diss, actually. They changed it. Diss Smith? John, D- John Diss. John Diss. <laughs> that's sad. So he was, people dissed him? I don't even get what I was trying to say. No, you I, were, I brought up John Diss, and yeah. you were trying to do that. My baby had John Diss. Puns All are babies often uh, a British uh, root. I think that there's a, a most good wordage comedy. Oh, they love puns. British. All the Brits, they love them. I love the I Brits. I love the. I mean, I'm friends with a couple of uh, Brits that are, I'm friends with Eric Idle, which is kind of cool. Uh, I don't. I'm know. a big Monty Why am I Python. On? Man, oh, Monty Python. Python. Yeah, yeah. Did you know them? Did I you was like never, them? I was never the kids that liked Monty Python. Like I was like, I love comedy, and they were like, I love comedy. Me, me, and I'd be like, I don't know what you're doing. Right. I missed the boat. It was peculiar. Like the Joker. Like the Joker. I'm sure it's great. Yeah. It just didn't grab me. You know who missed the boat? There was a scene, I think, in Schindler's List where... Uh, I a, felt bad for the Black Knight. Um, He's just y- a fucking head. You did? So. Yeah, I was like, don't cut off his limbs. <laughs> <laughs> I did. In, in Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. You didn't mean the Black Knight, the Batman movie. The Dark Knight. Yeah, oh, that's the Dark Knight. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, the Dark Knight of the Soul. Uh, St. John of the Cross. But this is all amazing that came out of comic books, which came out of old folklore, which came out of Lord of the Rings type stuff. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people say the Star Wars came out of Lord of the Rings and it was taken. Um, I think they say it came from Japanese cinema. I think there's like more. Anime? There's like a ripoff. Origami? The old samurai movies. And just. Well, the samurai movies were Clint Eastwood's movies. That was Akira Kurosawa. We could put people to bed right now. They yeah, would stop no. listening at this. Let me ask you. Let me change the topic. Let me, let me let me do a big old switcheroo. Here. Yeah. So you are you are loving. Do you love doing stand up more now or less now? The sh- this particular uh, series stopped. You are obviously uh, a comedic person forever. Uh, <laughs> you you you're doing stand up. Yeah. I'm doing it out of love for it. Yeah, uh, and then I feel a need that I feel that I'm needed. I'm like the Blues Brothers. They knock on the door. You know, we're on a mission from God. Yeah. You know, I I feel like I need to go the to funny places. One. The funny guy. <laughs> I I need to I need to make people laugh. I feel like it's I connect. I'm not a doctor, but this is my version of that. Yeah. So, uh, where are you at in that? In, in what's going on in the world? Yeah. I, I I well, what a generous question. I I love doing it, and the main thing that came to mind now is I can do it two or three times a week, whereas I used to have to do it every night 
to like really keep the chops up and even be able to do I it. I can do it like once a month and I'm okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That is the greatest gift that stand up gave me after 20 years was now I can do it two, three is just. And that's a gift crashing gave you too because that, the, that's a gift all my stuff gave me, although mine was opposite day of my stand up somewhat, not all the time, but when you get out there and people. To be recognized, they know who you are. Yeah, so they have what a gift. Idea. So well, you get to talk. You get to for be the with first them. fifteen years, 10, 15 years of stand up. Nobody knows who you are. So all your stand up is like, hi, I know I look like a youth pastor. Hi, I know I'm from Boston. This is what I'm. At. I'm not a very manly guy. I had all these bits where I was yeah. like, I can't grow a beard. I had to like explain. And now they know your perspective, and, and they hear know who the you jokes are. on my name. And right, here. exactly. I, and this is the celebrity. Well, I I, I've like. been doing this forty three years, and I just came up with the jokes on my name. So that's late. Considering Bob Saget is yeah, my name, somo, somosexual. Oh, that! Oh, that's yeah. so nice. There you go. That's so nice. I'll write it down. That was a good joke. It's a good joke, but it's a pun. Yeah, but um, you know, but I don't denote puns. I I, I just think we're back to puns. Okay, so back to doing stand up. I never really. I took over. I kind of wanted to. Are you kidding? Answer this your, is your question. This is your time capsule. Now, what does it say? This is the Bob Saget episode. What, is that what it says? Nobody wants to listen to the Bob Saget episode to hear what I think about the Joker. Let's talk about your cocaine problem. No, I didn't have a problem. <laughs> it was just around for a couple of years, and famous people were doing it, so I was there. Did you enjoy it? Um, I did for twenty minutes. They're gonna say twenty years. No, I, I did do like. I've got never arrested. done it, and I, I don't. You got arrested? No, 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 no. I, I'm not. I, I, I was. I didn't do it all the time. I would do it because we did it. That's what Huey Lewis said. Huey Lewis was just here, and he was talking about cocaine and talking about doing "We Are the World." And I was like, "What did Michael Jackson eat?" And he was like, "Not a lot of eating." In that session, a lot of right. cocaine in that right. session, which I doubt Michael Jackson was doing cocaine, but like, uh, well, but that would be a relief considering the documentary, right? Yeah, Michael no, did he cocaine. Just did coke. <laughs> Turns out it was coke. You Boy, guys. Ch- Chappelle's bit on uh, on him and the kids is just. Uh, it was interesting because you, I, so many pe- people listen to Chappelle, and I feel so much empathy for those. Uh, guys that came out and made that it's movie her, yeah it's hard i don't like here's yeah here's I, hear, the issue. I hear what you're saying you don't want to hang the responsibility on Chappelle, but then there's also a part of you that's like but at, at the same time but that's Chappelle's whole thing is like i'm not taking anything that you hand me i'm just gonna do what i do well i used to do a five minute bit about michael and i feel bad that i did it about about his nose being gone and he would just now take we just a, do the arties and that <laughs> yeah right shift it over to right <laughs> Just, just take a piece of toilet paper, twirl it up, stick it in there to fill it up. The material plan. A little spackling. Oh you know, you God. could make paper mache. You know Artie knows some good spackle guys. Yeah, he's, he's, his head's made of drywall. But he looks tan. I talk he looks to, great. He does look great. He looks really, we really good. We kept pitching to Artie. We were like, we want the third season Artie to be super straight. It was sort of like a ploy to help. We The whole time we were... You know, rooting and pushing. It's a hard thing to, to do is, is to take someone who's heavily addicted and and and, and I always cared about him. Always, yeah. even when we were doing dirty work, it was like he had been fired from Mad TV, and it was like, Artie, you, you know, you can't bring drugs over the border. We can't make the movie. He went, oh, I'll be good. I'll be good. And then Norm Macdonald and I went out and played. I got him the job. I ran the VHS tape of his screen test to uh, the head of. Uh, of uh, not screen test, it was clips from Mad TV to the one of the heads of MGM at the time. And did you do the voices? 
I, I did not. I did not. There's the Saigon whore that bit my nose. Oh, that's Chris Farley. Sorry. So, and he's greatly missed. Damn. Yeah. What a world. And he played, ironically, Jimmy No-Nose, whose nose had been bitten off by a Saigon whore Whoa. in in Dirty Work. Wow. Um, and look where Artie is now. His nose got bitten off. So he wow. could, that's if we do the remake, he can, he can end up with the part. Wow. He could make a transition. But you were saying you played the tape for him pushing for Artie. Yes. And then you, nor- and everybody that-, that knows Artie loves Artie. That's the thing. Tremendously. He's so funny. And he's so he's funny. He's so warm. So we ran to uh, this pool hall to meet him. And then Norm and I found out that he wasn't completely clean. Um, yeah. You know, he was. He was. He had a little guy bringing him drinks and other stuff. And then we went... Norm and I did a double take, one of Norm's double takes that are very valuable with the eyes glaring. And, and it was like, I don't know if this guy's sober or not, you know. It is weird. We sort of look back. I think I think Artie was using because he's an addict. And that's what you should have called your show. What Artie's using? No, using. Using. <laughs> Wrong gerund. Um, it's interesting when you love someone who is addicted, how much... You don't even realize you're doing it, but you are looking the other way on strange behavior. And I, I don't even mean that in a show business way. This is when we were doing press. Like, right. It wouldn't have cost us anything, but we you just kind of become blind to it. It's, it's like a hypnosis, I swear. Yeah. Like, you love him. He's telling you one thing. And I would say this if Artie was in the room. He, he's, he was good at, like, sort of... He knew what you needed to hear. To That's the whole game. But, what do you need to but, hear so I can keep doing what I need to do? But he's a trickster and a jackal about it. That's what, that's he, wants what, what he wants. Because you need it. He said it was like air. It was like oxygen. He was like, I don't like doing drugs. It's like, I need to do it. That's why I'm so proud of him. No, it's an, that it's, it's been 90 it's days real or thing. something. He's fucking... I, I he's inspiring. I want him to just go all the way and be healing and be healed. And yeah, he he uh, tweeted me one night and said, "I'll kill myself if you don't do my podcast tomorrow." Much like why I'm here today. But yeah, um, I tweeted the same thing. Yeah, and that was my I, I did his podcast the next day. I did it. Wow. And I said, "You got to stop this. You can't do this. You can't tweet that." Oh wait, he really tweeted. Yeah. That. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he I said he killed we himself, and, and I I did it. And then he was bad mouthing some people, and I was trying to talk positive. He was in a bad place. I think it was right before one of his noses fell off. I'm not <laughs> sure. One of the pigtails just kind of came undone, and uh, an actual pig's tail. It looks like a pig's tail oh right now. Oh my god! It's got a little thing yeah. at the end. You could hang a jacket on yeah. it right now. Oh no! But it, then, and then the first one, somebody must have punched him at the same time where all the cartilage was gone from drug use. And so it became a, a Dick it Tracy nose. It became a, a totally uh, flat space. Yeah. That- <laughs> and you needed to build it out. You know what all he needs? He doesn't need anything but Bondo. Bondo, what you would fix your car with, what you would fix a door that's got, you know, termites. You We're just back put- to the blinking 12 VCR bit, repurposed. I am a Home Depot kind. I, I'm I. I like building things, and yeah. I would like to work on Artie's nose. When you were doing Full House, though, at the, I don't want to say the monotony of it, but it's a dream gig, and you did so much of it. And I did the video show at the same time That's and right. wrote it. Is that when drugs was coming in, like keeping you going? No, it was before that. It was before that. Yeah, that was 87. So it was, I got out to I just L.A. You, so you make jokes about that. I came out in 78 to L.A. I'd lived here when I was 14 to 17, moved back to Philadelphia, went to college, went to film school, won a student Oscar, 
which is the same as an Oscar, but it has acne. See, now that's a joke I've done a lot. But you're so nice. You're the nicest person in the world. I was looking forward to doing this. golden acne. My life's a little crazy right now because it just is because of all the stuff that's going on in the world. Well, you've told me about nine shows you're doing, too. That and the fire and life and, you know. What else in life? Um, My wife's in a hotel room waiting for me, and then by the time I get there, she'll be gone because she's got to go to work. What? Yeah, she's a hooker. and um, So no, she can stay in the hotel. She's not. I'm a hooker. One of us gets paid for sex. I can't remember, but it's all a blur. But um, no, she's a, she's a, she's really cool. She's got a thing called Eat, Travel, Rock, which is a, you should look at it. It's it's her, her series, her is web series. Is TikTok again? No, no, it's a web series. She's tra- she, oh, she's tour- an actor. No, no, she's tourism bureaus go and send her around the world. And she does great movies of really? 10 minute movies That's about fun. how about did you them. meet her i met her through a friend uh named uh, ro khan who's with wgn in chicago where are you born boston oh i love it there Do you? i was just there where i just you? played the i played portsmouth uh new hampshire and i played the music hall how fun. And um, I always play the Wilbur when I go back because I yeah, love it so much. I, I do the Wilbur too. I Bill Blumenrice. Blumenrice? Is that a restaurant? No, Bill. Isn't that his name? Bill Blumenrice. Jim Rice from the no, Red Sox? No, no, no. Bill Blumenrice is <laughs> oh, a pr- big promoter. Oh, really? He does the Wilbur and all that. Okay. Well, now it's on the record that I didn't know his name. So thank you. That's interesting. So it says it on your check, but I guess you don't look at your check. No, I burn it. <laughs> That's why they love me. You, I never cash it. You, you give your money to the air. I give it to the Lord. That's my way. That's but the, the the Lord is but the air it's in the, this town is all full of burnt checks. That's what's happening. <laughs> that's what it's about. That's more converts. We're giving it do to Do you think the bird end God. of days is coming? Do you think with all that's going on in the world and all these dictators coming up out of the ground and all these people, all these all these bad, bad people spreading anger and spreading hate and people yelling at each other. Do you, by, by your belief system, without talking about it at all in depth, uh, do you think there's a we we got a problem? Do you think we need to band together as a as a powerful, positive yeah group? And I think that's what uh, life is. That's a, that is what it is. But do you think it's worse now than it ever was? Yeah, but it's always worse now than. So it we're in the dark ages. When I talk we're to about people- to go to the dark ages. No, I mean, who knows? There's there's lots of ways things reset. I came here to get answers, Pete. But what I'm trying to, like, kind of trying to say, I know. Pete, I'm, I need answers. There's your Judd. That was a good Judd. No, it was actually kidding. not. It was, uh, who was that? I need answers. We're big pants oh, people. Was Oh, it's Louie Anderson. No, but it sounds like Louie ah. Anderson. No, it's just wonderful comedian that we all loved. Um, oh, God. Oh, it's uh yeah, Bowtie Kevin Meany. Kevin Meany keeps coming up. Yeah, I interviewed Lewis Black yesterday. We talked about Kevin Meany. I love Lewis oh, Black, and he was great. Lewis is Lewis and I are dear friends. Really? Yeah, I tell him that. Would um, you tell me? Because here's the question that I've learned to ask now. To because of Lewis Black, I'm yes. going to ask it to you. Yes, but first I'm going to say I feel like the flow and the sine wave that is existence is always things get really, really bad. I'm not saying we can just sit back and wait for things these things to happen, but then the good comes back and balances it, out. It the is bad, like a magnet, and it goes over magnet and over and over thing. And over. It, it does. But look at talk to somebody that was from. I just did. 
who was it that I was talking to about the 60s? I forget. It must have been, it might have been Lewis. We're talking about Vietnam and the Cold War and the Cuban Missile Crisis. And there was a whole, it's all. No, I was hiding been, under my desk. I was d- duck and roll for the, that's what I'm saying. cover for there's, the atom bomb. There's new shit. But this is stuff that actually affected us. We didn't have buildings come down back then. I understand. We didn't have things on American soil things when I was. Things are getting kid. worse. And, the, and then there's, there's, I, I'm, I guess you could just say I'm a optimist, but I, my optimism includes horrible scenarios that in a few hundred years will turn into something positive. Right. So we need to fucking clean some shit up and, and be good. And, and not judge everyone for and different beliefs. not be so beliefs. ugly and nasty and gross, yes. Ugh, people that pee in your hair. Yeah. I'm putting a chapstick Why on my Why does anyone lip. do anything? Why, I know Why do you pee in my hair? Why does anyone do anything? <laughs> Become the Joker. But what they say to you, it was my second choice. That's so funny. That's a good one. Yeah, if you like poop. I like poop jokes. Here's my question that I wish, now that Lewis did the podcast, I'm going to ask everybody. Tell me about something in your life that happened in the realm uh, of whatever. A psychic, a ghost, alien, something religious, something unexplainable that's happened to you. Anything like I got that? a big one. You're going to like it. I, I love the question. This is right up your alley. Um, because I saw where you live. Um, really. You know what sad. I say? This is so up my alley. I'm getting mugged. That's what. So I, we're doing puns. It's kind of. So there's a there's a mattress there. That's your bed. Yeah, it's not a pun. It's a wordplay. Oh, good point. Because that's one for one. Alley is an alley. If I if I was like this bowling alley. What if it's a girl named? It's not alley. a good bowling alley. There's there's muggers. <laughs> oh, that's that's. Cute. It's such a rough bowling alley. There's little muggers in every lane. Right. And something like that. It's such a good bowling alley. There's bumpers when you park your car. That's great. See, these are no. like those are like Rodney jokes. My well, I was, he wouldn't I was say su- that. He I was such an it. ugly baby. The doctor slapped my mother. You know, like though he's, yeah. he's in the world of not puns, but, but it was all making play. fun of himself, which no, is which doesn't happen that often. Low, it was low status guy, low self esteem, and there isn't a lot low of low respect. I believe. Yeah, but that's. Low to no respect. Quite, quite overly accurate. Rodney, you have low to no respect. But then we have a new kind of comedy that came in, which was, before I answer your question, which was this thing that happened with a lot of television shows that had the acting level of being, oh, we're very smug, and I don't want to call them smug, but they were very, they're smart television shows with bland acting purposely, trying to act like real people, Uh trying to be like a documentary, and... Uh And that I think changed comedy again. It it was not something that was trying to be delightfully funny. It was something to be wryly funny and make fun of society. So it has a brilliance to it, absolute brilliance. But it also uh, gave us a whole plethora of comedians and writers that the We're jokes a little that, bit they mean. don't smile, they don't laugh. The joke is. I think I know what you're talking about. A lot of times, the joke is people's lives. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like I, I their character, I love, which is great. I love The Office, and when they're like, "We go to Chili's," and the joke is that they go to Chili's. Remember, it's like we go to like a cool, fun place, and then you reveal it's Chili's. I love The Office. Right. The joke is like I, it's I a remember, character joke. I remember watching it though and going like, millions of people their their night out places Chili's, and they're the joke, <laughs> and they and that's what they want. They want to. Hold a mirror up and go, do you realize what you people are doing? And it's a little bit, it's not mean, but it's a little bit. Uh, well, it's, 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 it's smart, but it, it, it's not a delightful. That's right. It's it, not the kind of comedy Steve Martin started doing. That's right. It's, not, it's not under a spotlight, ladies and gentlemen, here to delight you. It's sort of like 
Do these people realize? And uh, it stayed. It stayed around. And there's some people that are so damn good at it that can deliver a line with little energy and just be uh, so. I mean, I I can laugh at almost anything Danny McBride does, but it's not that kind of comedy. It's not that. But it's Hey, Saget. It's uh, It's my Danny McBride. That's pretty good. Hey, Saget. So you asked me a question. He just calls everybody a last name. It just so happens yours. Everybody has my last name now. I want to go a place where everybody's called by my, my last name. Yeah. Um, sometimes you want to go where everybody, everybody calls has you. your name. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Just sag it. Uh, so what? 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 The, the you were saying uh, unexplainable, uh, uh, unexplainable religious, mystical, poignant experience. Because you know Lewis, he has some great ones. Okay, I don't know all of his, oh. but this is one that's cool. Okay, um, I was raised a Jewish kid, um, and. Um, I did it because it was economical. You're funny. Um, I knew we, you knew there was going to be a Bed no. Bath & Beyond coupon, but they didn't exist then. And they're going broke, so it's all fine. Are they? Yeah, that's what I heard. Well, that's beyond. We'll spread it anyway. But it, what happened was, so I um, went on a trip with uh, 24 years ago with my um, ex-wife and her parents. We were. I don't think we were married yet. Can't remember. Um, it was. I was a kid. I, I was twenty four or five. So you got married young. I got married at twenty six. Oh, yeah. So maybe we were engaged or just married. I don't remember. But we went first to Egypt before Israel, and we went to a synagogue that was a church, but that was converted into a church to protect itself, and it was thousands of years old, pre uh, Christ as a temple. As yeah. a, as a, but now, but at present time, if it still exists, which I'm sure it does, it's a landmark. It was a church. So when Herod was killing all the firstborn Jews, uh, supposedly, uh, and I knew nothing of this story, um, that Joseph and Mary took uh, their little baby and went into the basement of this place and hid in a church to be safe because no one would look for this special baby in Egypt. In Egypt. I've been there, but I, I've been to a church where they were like, this is where that happened, but it was in uh, Israel. No, this was in Egypt. Yeah, I hear you. I'm telling what happened. Yeah, they fled. So, yeah, they fled. They fled. It didn't take long. I mean, he was. That's still Egypt's. He was fairly light Flee to carry. to Egypt. <laughs> Always, and fleas are in Egypt. A lot of fleas because there's the livestock that are dead. But So, myself and this surfer guy named Jason, who wore a blue wig on a camel. Uh, the camel didn't wear the wig. I he was going to ask. Yeah, yeah. Hard, I'm going to cough. <clears throat> Wouldn't have happened had I been offered a beverage. But the thing is, <laughs> Pete Holmes podcast sponsored by Nothing Liquid. Um, so uh, the dry go to solid.com slash weird for ten percent off. It's so dry. We are pretty. Our humor is pretty dry. Uh, I'm fine with it. So yeah. here's the end of the story. Before I know any of this story, before I know any history of what I just told you, I walk into this uh, church, and, and this guy Jason and I, we're the rebels. We leave the group. And I was always fascinated by all cultures, all religions. I wasn't just, I'm Jewish, I'm going to eat a latke. You know, that's yeah. my I'm yeah. afraid of the latke. So then we, we went down this back path and went inside the church, and then we go down these steps. And it's got a little little, little station or whatever they're called, the red ropes mm-hmm. that you have at premieres. Yeah. And, uh, some, Exhibit was there. Yeah, something's <laughs> there. We go down the steps, and we see it's covered in mud, like f- a couple feet of mud. Uh, like liquid mud, hardened liquid, weird, don't go in, and we didn't because we would have 
probably quicksanded ourselves yeah, into some Indiana kind Jones. of old bad poop. <laughs> and um, we got these chills, this feeling, this weirdness. We both got it. I said, something happened down here. This is amazing. And we were freaking out. We were literally, uh, it was like the whole body was tingling. It was a huge energy. I didn't levitate, but I could have if I really had worked at it. But I got a little scared. But then I wasn't scared because it didn't feel scary. And then I went back to the group. And I got scolded by the tour guide, who then later told me that that is the spot where it allegedly, he didn't say allegedly, he said where Jesus and uh, was protected by Joseph and Mary when Herod was killing the firstborn, and, and that happened down there. And, and I was like, wow, that's, uh, that makes sense with what I just felt. So, so if there's any uh, truth to that Savior stuff, and he's a baby that doesn't know he's a Savior, and here he is. And but I would think that Joseph would feel pretty impotent at that moment, knowing that he's not really the dad. <laughs> That's a Jim Gaffigan joke. You're baby. not my real is dad. Is it? I didn't know that. No, you didn't say it. What I said was a Jim Gaffigan joke. Yeah, but it's the same thing. You're but not it, my real dad. But it's a smart theory. That's what good, good comedy is. I yeah. mean, I'm not saying I'm smart. I'm saying Jim Gaffigan is. Because yeah. um, that's a that's a brilliant joke. You're not murdered. So you that. felt a real... Uh, I felt an energy, a strong yeah. energy. We'd yeah. call that the Bav spiritual kind of juju in the air and you can get that from do you call me a juju this now <laughs> but uh but but i mean you know but but there's you, your click you babe. can get it from a lot of calls his pop second a juju it happens at the 90 minute mark he doubled down yeah. it wasn't just a yeah, juju. yeah 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 he's a juju b he's oh, not even a player juju b's juju b's are good yeah I'd rather you get Juju A pluses. That's your father trying to get you into medical school. Oh, I was going to be a doctor, I but know. I went to film school because I had to drop out because that's what I had to do. Were you always going to be a comedian? Pretty much. I graduated in college. I decided I wanted to be a comedian. What college? Gordon College. Oh, is that, is that a mobile unit? <laughs> it's an app. Oh, it's great. And uh, if anyone listening is thinking of going to Gordon because I went there, don't do it. <laughs> Gordon, where is it located? Wenham, Massachusetts. Near, what? Near Beverly, Massachusetts. That doesn't exist. Yeah, I know. I yeah. didn't go to college. You just knew a woman named Beverly? Dude, that's funny that you say that, because I, if I talk about it on stage, I go, I went to Gordon College, which doesn't sound real. Sounds like a, a, my parents hired a wise old man named Gordon to tutor me one summer, man with no face style. And oh, that's, that's great. Yeah, that's what you said, basically. To be taught man with no face style yeah. is, that's the way to go. Yeah, and man with no face. Man without a face. face. But they didn't, use they didn't it have it. The, why? Have it at the credits. I don't get it. <laughs> but it's Mel Gibson saying, because it, man, <laughs> like it's over, no, it's like no, it's a crude It's actually overdub. making fun of the whole movie. It's like the worst thing they could have possibly done. <laughs> man without <laughs> a face. It's literally. Me and Steve. Uh, and run that at the end of the elephant, man. You know, it's like uh, just everything wrong. Me and Steve A.G. always. Go born ultimatum. Oh, right. That should have been the song at the end of that's born funny. Jason Bond, he goes to. I used to do the obvious parody of it, the real low brow one. Ooh. She's a rude operator. That's like the <laughs> that's worst. Bad. That's oh, it's terrible. It's pretty bad. I don't do parodies. I do like one for 45 years just out of tribute. And I always talk about it that it's like there's great artists, there's great musicians, there's great people, brilliant minds, doctors, laureates, people that are people that humanitarians that care about people. Yeah. Then that's the A level. Then, you know, and, and then close to their B level is, you know, our best athletes, our best musicians, our best 
people that give to people, you know, um, yes, yes. people that give talents, arts, you know, and then one level below is, or up there, a couple people are comedians, but then comedians come in the fold and, and some folk singers. And then you go down and it's magicians and test dummies. And then, and then you go down one more level and it's just, it's, it's just like caulking, you know, just some caulking, a just caulking some spacing. Gun? Yeah. Just, but it's yeah. filled some space. It's just air with caulking. <laughs> and then underneath that is music parody. Oh, so I God. put music parody at the lowest, <laughs> the lowest level. Cause I did it for so long. I learned, you know, I, I finally took the guitar off when I got old enough. Yeah. I, I have a lot of thoughts on that, but I'd rather talk to you about mysticism and your weird experience. So what do you think is going on in the world? You were raised with the Yahweh right now spiritually the meaning of life the meaning of reality i don't think people are um care to hear about it i think the people that are trying to survive are trying to hold on to whatever they can and if it's mystical and if it's metaphysical and if it's past lives i'm not sure i, I went what does through, bob saget think though oh well that's interesting in third person i can answer that <laughs> bob saget believes yeah I believe that you, um, I believe with every drop of rain that falls, a flower grows. Um, well, there'd be millions more flowers. If and millions true. of years ago, that song would be known. But um, <laughs> but that's true about those flowers. But, yeah, uh, it's not that but, many flowers. No, I, I believe that, um, you know, I, I don't like parables, but, you know, you, you get back what you put out and stuff. Sure. So that's why I never close my zipper. Um, You're funny. Yeah. I'm just nuts over her. She's so short. But, um <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we uh, are not p- positive people. I think we've gotten to a cynical society that needs to be healed. I think we're burning down the earth, which is us, where I think we're hurting ourselves. I think, you know, taking the oil out of the ground is like taking blood out of your body. I think, you know, it's all related. It's ridiculous to think it's not related. Yeah. That everything's related, that all people are related. And when I think about and that, the evil the, and the fundamental, oh, go ahead. With the trees, where cu- trees make oxygen that we breathe, and we're like, fuck it, I need yellow pages. It's, it's, it's like you're cutting out your lungs. Well, yellow to- pages are gone. That's one thing you don't have to worry about. Not in this house. Oh, we well, had the white pages too. Well, your kidneys to sit on something. I uh, saw the furniture, but she's uh, learning piano. Oh, oh, she's so cute. She's the cutest. But I think we need to do a lot of, lot of reflection and a lot of caring. And you see it during tragedies. Here we are in Los Angeles with the fires, and people are really, really helping people. Yeah. Um, and you see what the firefighters do, and you go, okay, just make everybody a firefighter. Yeah. You know. And, and then when you take a, a police officer and you put them in a neighborhood that's been a difficult neighborhood where there's machine guns and stuff, it's like, what the, what the fuck are we going to do with all that? You know, you've got people that are scared to death. So out of scared to death comes murder, and out of murder, out of attack from anybody comes a threat and then there's people trying to get by with illegal stuff and and that'll always be we are flawed humanity is flawed yeah and there are there has to be some kind of strong like you're saying there's a backlash it goes bad for a while then it gets good for a while yeah but if we if we keep going backwards if we're hurting the planet then you go back to all those movies we saw of dinosaurs falling in sludge animated yeah yeah and just dying and then you go is that going to be us well that's why i was saying my optimism includes plans like that right i mean that's long-term optimism i'm not talking about optimism for pete necessarily i'm saying like long-term 
the universe. Who said it? The universe arcs towards redemption. That's what I'm talking about. I think but it was it, little, it, little Richard. It was Lil Wayne. Oh. It might not be true for us in a narcissistic, self-centered way, but I think universally, I feel like things tend to bend towards life. That's what life does. I do, too. That's I, what the Mission I, Impossible movies are about. You can't stop life. That's why Ethan Hunt can't be killed. Well, they're about Scientology. But, well, that, um, but, uh, yeah. but I get to wake up. <laughs> I wake up in the morning, and I normally, unless, oh, my God, you know, somebody I love is going through a hard time, which happens. I've had a lot of it. We all do. The older you get, the more you see. Uh, you lose a friend, you know, crazy stuff. So your mother's sick, whatever it yeah. is. And um, But normally, without the baggage of the pain, or a nightmare of no sleep and and you know a bad evening. Um, I'm a pretty I'm positive in the morning. I'm I have a so yeah. you start your day feeling positive. You're an energy force that gets up. You know but you're going to do funny? something. It's built into our rhythms. That that optimism is sort of part of our rhythms. Like you're having a shit day. You wake up for some reason. There's like a how'd that let's come? Do this. Let's wow, go. let's go. Yeah, little little you know, just a little reborn. A little bit of somebody said every night I die, every morning I'm resurrected. That's sort of where the feeling of the undulating pendulum comes from because it's built into our physiology. Somebody could also use that argument to say that's why it's hooey. We're just picking up on something that's happening to our bodies and applying it to the universe. I think it's what we are and I think it's what the universe is. It's always going to yeah. be self-creating. Yeah. It's not going to just self-destroy. And right. just, and that's what People that believe it is going to self-destroy are people that believe in all the evil forces are going to win. And I refuse to believe in that because I got Three Robert kids Downey and Jr. a lot of people. Huh? Robert Downey Jr. Walks oh, in, in the Iron Man that'd be outfit. amazing. Holy shit, he's here. If he just shows up, that'd be cool. He's so sweet. Nice person. Yeah. Uh, it's also more important to care about celebrities and stars than it is about regular people. I've always um, thought that. Yeah, I've always. always said that. We, we are so... That's the other thing. We are so <laughs> sick. We are so... People are... All they care about is who's famous. That's all they care about. It's the only game in town. And they only care His about image. celebrity. And I go, that's the C word. I do not like that word. It's not a word. But that's You're because either that's a comedian, an artist, a writer, whatever. All you've been sold is your appearance and your value and your output. So, of course, our, our society uh, idolizes people with great appearance, great output, and great value. Right. But it's a false idol, for sure. That's oh, why it's very a, valuable to have it's celebrities wrong. that we're, say, we're, this is bullshit. This is nothing. Yeah. I'm not... This is not special. I, I I am just a comedian, or I am just an artist, or whatever it might be. I've done a couple of these game shows, you know, like uh, you know Alec Baldwin's hosting Match Game and stuff. And Match Game. I've done, and I'm doing Nashville Squares, you know, Nashville Squares, Nashville Squares, <laughs> and when, and it's just really weird because people they're like, we have our celebrities, and I was like, I don't cut ropes. I don't at ribbons yeah. at supermarkets, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, here come here's that? a singer, here's a comedian, here's yeah. a yeah. car dealer. Um, yeah. you yeah. know, <laughs> whatever. We're just not we're not um I don't know. What do you think happens when we die? I think we poop ourselves. That's that's a fact. Um I, I, I talk a lot about I wrote a book called Dirty Daddy and I talked about a lot a lot about what happens when we die. Because I used to study past lives when I was in my twenties. Really? And I would uh, I went through past life therapy and I, I was gonna do an HBO special about it, but they didn't want to do it. And I was gonna be Pokemon. They will next life. <laughs> next life. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of past lives? Casey, I love it. You think that you were somebody else? That your energy, I do believe the energy doesn't end like Tony Soprano. We don't cut to black. Yeah, I believe, although they don't really define that either in I the Sopranos. But I'm with Vince Gill, uh, not Vince Gilligan. Who did Sopranos? I'm forgetting. Uh, David Chase. David Chase said, "I don't think the ending is ambiguous at all." So he, that's him saying Tony's dead. 
Yeah, well, Tony's dead and he's yeah. not going anywhere else. That's right. But he's not saying there's no past, no future life. For I've him. read a lot of books, some some of them pretty boring and academic. About uh, one of them, I think, is called like a hundred studies on reincarnation. Yeah, Edgar Casey life. and yeah. Jane Roberts and all. I these love people. all that stuff. I'm I'm into it, and it and it checks out. And if you look, at, it's in the Bible. In fact, uh, I think. They were saying John the Baptist was a reincarnation. Some of the disciples say to Jesus, uh, this man was born blind. Did he sin or was it his previous life? So there's like this like... His eyes did something wrong. (laughs) Well, you know, physically, yes. No, I mean, they saw something they shouldn't have seen and they they got what was coming to them. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Now we have our clickbait. But what I'm saying is... Reincarnate. This is Ramdas. Ramdas says reincarnation was taken out of the New Testament because as soon as you have reincarnation, there's no need to clean up your game this round. So people start kind of acting a little bit different. So for control reasons, that was sort of taken out. But am I open to it? hundred. I have no uh, memory of past lives. If if you, I do. Please tell I, me about I, yours. I, I, I went to one. When I was in my twenties, I was aller- I'm still allergic to cats, so I wanted to find out why. And so they kind of, it's kind of a trick. They kind of make you make up the story. So you make up the narrative. In my case, is how this lovely lady worked. Older lady, handicapped, very interesting. Um, And she said, okay, you're going to go now. Tell me where you are. I said, I want to get over my cat allergy. That's why what I want to use this session for. And Mm -hmm. I'm like 23, 24, living in Hollywood. And she goes, okay, so... um, where are you? I said, I'm I'm an Egyptian. You're, hypn- uh, you're hypnotized at this point. I would say. Kind of, but not really. Mm-hmm. But I'm letting myself fall Deeply forward. relaxed. I'm very relaxed. She's massaging my prostate with her, <laughs> with her good foot. And um, I'm, I'm laying there, and um, and she's sitting there like a therapist in her in her wheelchair. And um, and I'm, it's like a John Waters movie, basically, if anybody would know what that reference means. And then I... I uh, say, okay, I'm a f- young pharaoh. I'm 14. I'm on a, a, a slab. They have your four uh, organs, uh, the little pots for your organs in the Egyptian religion or faith or whatever that was. And um, my cat, I can't move. I've been laying in there for a while. i got a foot soldier standing there. that worked, so He's alive. And I am uh, dying. And the cat gets on my chest. I'm too weak. It starts eating at my chest. And so then I go, oh, well, that makes sense. Hmm. You know, metaphorically, that's, I'm eating my chest. I'm going to be allergic to cats, my lungs, my throat. It's affecting me now. And then uh, years later, I go and get on the show Full House. And my first assistant director, he reminds me of this image of the guy that I had as my foot soldier as I was a 14-year-old pharaoh. And then for Christmas one year, he gives me all this Egyptian art and Egyptian jewelry and Egyptian statues. Wow. He gave me Horus, the falcon-headed god. No and, throne? Uh, no. He's got a perch. <laughs> a big bucket of my pancreas. And <laughs> and uh, it was just kind of weird. So that was... That's very weird. I love that. Yeah. So you're open to it still? I'm open to stuff. I also think that right now we have to pay attention to what's here now. Uh, I think we're not. I think you can... Well, reincarnation doesn't really solve the problem. It just gives you another go around. It also tells people to get on a plane and fly to no building because you're going to have 75 virgins. Right. So, but many of us are getting in trouble for having 75 virgins here on Earth. <laughs> um, and I don't think that's fair anymore. <laughs> no, I'm, guys, I'm joking. That's, uh, Hashtag joking. Wrong talk. 
clickbait. So uh, <laughs> hashtag wrong talk. Oh my god. No, I, I I know what you're saying. Religious beliefs uh, certainly can be mobilized in terrible ways, but the idea uh, is interesting that maybe you would die and, and go into another body. And you know what? There are billions of people throughout history that have agreed with you. I and will do that. So- I plan to go into another body this evening. Really. Well, as soon as she gets you said home your wife from work. Well, I'm glad I asked. Well, yeah. So you've you've had a lot of experiences like that, right? With what? With Past things lines? you're getting getting feeling like you've been somewhere before, and then figured out that it was something. Not directly. No, I just I sort of feel like reincarnation makes sense because whatever life is, whatever the force behind life, seems to really enjoy being. It seems to constantly push up what falls down, back yes. up and back up, and and the evidence for that is this: the fact that this exists. So Ramdas would say this incarnation suggests other incarnations. It's like my joke that I say: an afterlife makes sense to me, and an afterlife, including another life on Earth or another place like Earth or whatever, makes sense because this is the evidence that that happens. Like life doesn't make sense, and here it is. So an afterlife or another life is obviously a potential because this is happening. We didn't ask for this. This is a mystery. No one fully understands this. And here it is. So let's work with that. We have this. But people are saying there's no such thing as time, so it's all going on at the same time. For sure. Well, Ramdas would say that. He said all your incarnations... So the world's already ended and it's already... That's right. And all of your incarnations are happening at the same time. And at the end, you realize you were sort of everybody. That's sort of the real twist. Well, I do believe that it is not just... Bob Saget, who was Danny Tanner, that would be a hell of a way to die. Yeah, <laughs> and and you, we're we're all you have many facets to you. So those faucets, faucets come. You have faucets, you have leakage, <laughs> uh, but you have the from men, you, and you have a tap that needs to be shut down yeah. very firmly. Yeah, but because of its dripping <laughs> um, and spotting. But I would say that you know there's so much to all people. But some people, there isn't. There isn't. There's not a lot. Yeah, some people are skating on the surface. It's one speed. So what were they, a donkey? I mean, you know. I don't know. Yeah, you might say, what I say all the time is when I'm, I I was just with Ram Dass a couple weeks ago, and I was like, this is good karma. This is like, and a lot of great spiritual teachers that I know, they're talking to the crowd, and they're like, you have incredible karma that you're even having conversations like this. Because a lot of people are just eating fried dough and drinking Mountain Dew and going to Six Flags, and that's fine. That's actually where I have to go right now. That's where I'm going to. Yeah. To set it on I'm going to put my head between the person's legs next to me and just breathe normally. (laughs) And if an oxygen mask should drop out of their legs... Put it on them first. Yeah, don't even put it near your mouth. It came out of their legs. (laughs) Here's the... uh, the final question, and I, I'm excited. The answer is yes, and uh, 15 inches in width. <laughs> you know Dave Coulier was like the third guest on this podcast? No way. Isn't that crazy? That's Because I used to open for him. I love Dave. He was great. Sweet guy. He refused to cut it out. He did it. He cut it out. He cut it in. Oh. I tried. No. I tried. No, he wants to cut it in. He'd he like and I have stories that I can't tell. They're 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 long stories. What do you mean? Well, this my book has it. You 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 you'd like my book, Dirty Daddy. Yeah, you'd like it. Did you read it? Uh, I read it. Yeah, maybe. yeah. I wrote it and didn't have a ghostwriter. And John Oliver did my book talk, and then had to read three and a half pages out of it because I talked about real serious stuff and what life's about. At the same time, worrying that as I get older, I'll be draining um, out of my my penis and I'll be slipping on. <laughs> 
the fluid on my steps and die. Um, <laughs> and so he just read three and a half pages. He couldn't help it. So I love we, it. we did a very long book talk. I love that. Have you written a book? I have. I'll give it to you on the way out. What's it called? I don't know. I do want it. Uh, it's called Comedy, Sex, God. It's about comedy, sex, and God. I want to read it. You may read it. I'm honored that you want to read it. Oh, you know what? I'll download it. You don't have to give me a copy. I'd love to give you a copy because it's fun. I, I would like so it. Many I would them. like it if you gave me a copy. You can just throw it at um, John Stamos. I will. Who's who's Greek? He's a Greek god himself. He's you know. Yeah, I've seen Stamos. I've never met him, but I was. That's all you have to do. He walked by. He's a good friend. He smelled as you'd want him to. Yeah, very much. Very, very, very sardiny. Yeah, I always thought his the wife on on Full House, right? It was, was his wife. His wife, uh, Lori. Yeah, yes. I thought she was a real looker. Yeah, That's she's all. a pretty girl. Yeah, she was very beautiful. That's all. Stamos gets all the love, and I just wanted to give her a shout-out. That's all good? Yeah. Nobody gets hurt? <laughs> Here's my question. Yeah. In your life, if you can, the time you laughed the hardest, can you think of it? That is really tough. Um here are the guidelines. Do you want the guidelines I give that sometimes help? Yeah. It doesn't have to be a great story. Just think of a time when you were laughing really, really hard. Perhaps you were a pharaoh when you were 14. <laughs> uh, just tears are coming down your face. Your stomach hurts. Who are you with? How old are you? You might have been a you know kid. What? You know what? It might be Dave Coulier. Yeah. What was that? Nothing. You're getting robbed. Um, <laughs> Dave Coulier has done some things that are things you can't do. They're not socially appropriate. They have to do with his body parts. Um, he can pull his lower package over his little pin and then run around and yell, you know, he's he's a butterfly, you know. I mean, he's like a clown. He, he was you know, a nudity clown. He was a nudity clown. Inappropriate situations. Actually, he did. I, it was a party for me for my birthday. I was single uh, for many years, and, and we went to Vegas in the bowling suite at the Palms, you know, Hotel. it's a rough bowling alley. Oh, it's great. There's muggers in every alley. There's a hooker in every lane. Oh, and it uh, it's Hooker Lane. There's and, bumpers around Dave's pack. <laughs> oh, he has little baby bumpers. He's got like <laughs> he's got a small like, pen. He's got a pacifier and two tiny little. <laughs> he goes naked and smashes his entire body, those parts, against the window, and then opens his mouth as wide as he. He played hockey a lot, so this is how he made those guys laugh. Yeah puts his mouth wide open against the the window and then blows air into it so that it looks like Wallace and Gromit yes. on, on a on a Ferris on or King a, Hippo and Punch y- Out. Exactly. Yeah. Mouthful of yep. uh, air and then farts at the same time. And it's always it just a fart. it just wears you down. It just you, you're you. just done. I mean yeah. he's, he's smash and then you look at the glass and you just want yeah, to clean and it. There it is. Oh it's disgusting. There's the shroud of Coulier. It's a it's an angel <laughs> in the snow. But he he has made me if laugh. If I may, that's out of control. It, Do you get it? That's the show that I didn't get. I wanted to get it and he got it. Oh wow. Yeah. I thought he pitched that. No, he got it first. Uh it was a high, job for hire. He didn't pitch it. If he says he did, he lied. Well, we're um, going to have to go back and listen at double speed. Yeah, let's do that and then cut it out. I also will cut all of this out. I also remember because I was new at podcasting and I was, I, I, he was like, people always want to know what I made on Full House. I go, what did you pull down for Full House? <laughs> what did you make? I'm just kidding. I'll Google it. People always want to know money. And then the network, I don't want it's know. not it's true. When they say your net worth and stuff, it's yeah. just not true. No, I know. I usually find it. It's Mine's always cool. much more. Oh, good! I'm pulling. I got new shoes. Here's yeah. a sticker. Wow, 
Anything it, else you want free? They're broken in already. Like they look kind of. Well, I was. Uh, these these shoes have been for four days because I haven't gone home. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I hope you're. But I'm leaving town. I'm going to go do stand up. So I'm on tour. Great. And people can find me out there on PeteHolmes.com. Yeah, there's some new silly, silly fun boy of the tour dates on PeteHolmes.com, and there's a couple of Bob Saget's at the bottom. Oh, so what? What's your silly, silly fun boys? What's That's the it? name of the tour. Oh, it is. That's yeah. great. Oh, thanks, man. Mine's just Bob on tour. Bob on tour. Or Bob, here's the date. And it's my name, but they don't spell it right, but it's my name. I uh, I yeah. love doing this. I've got to go home. I've got to go to be I gotta go to be a husband. So yeah, do I you. Understand. You know, I'm going to go hug my baby. This is all I had to do today. What a life. Is your wife your baby? I got confused. They're both the babies. Oh, I thought for a minute it was the same person, which is wrong. No, that would be wrong. I, I would um, report you. Yes, I would leave I, here and call the police. As you should, I'd be. Touched. His wife is his baby, I officer. But I don't believe you, Bob. Yes, I'm telling you, his wife is his baby. See, we can't say that stuff anymore. No, I think you can because I, I just the context is appropriate. Cause it's I fine, baby. I mean, because your baby's adorable. What I like to say about it is, it's one love. People get very hung up on like, do you love your baby more than your wife now or whatever? And I'm like, it's one. It's the same love. And by the well, way, it's not the same because there, there is a physicality. Oh, I don't mean happens. it's enacted in the same way. I'm oh. saying it is the same love. Yes, like, people love don't is understand loved. when I say I'm in love with my baby. They think I mean chocolates and flowers and shit. I mean I'm in this place of love with her. Yeah, and it's the same love. I love as my well. daughters more than anything. It's a different kind of love than I have for my wife. Um, it's, it's enacted differently, and I have to feel you maybe feel it differently, but it's all. As they it's all love. One love. No, it is one love. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's you two. Sunday bloody Sunday. They had, no, they sang. Oh. It's a beautiful day. It's a, no, they sang. You know what we sang? It's no, a beautiful they, day. As Bonner from you two would say. <laughs> I, I want to get into a plunge pool. Oh. That goes over my head it's in my plunge seven pool. Seven feet deep. That's so too deep. I can be buried, but my baby can swim. <laughs> Don't marshal how I frolic. <laughs> what guy, What pool designer says that's too deep? Get out of here. Go to the center of the earth, for God's sakes. I want to swim down. Maybe that you're living on oil and don't know it, and everything's going to turn around. There's an ocean of oil. Mm-hmm. DDL. All right, Bobby. You're the best. You're the best. I enjoyed this. This came out of nowhere to me. This is something that I needed in this day, and I'll explain to you at a later date. Uh, In my kitchen. This was... Yeah, when I'm cleaning it, (laughs) because my job from stand-up is going right into being your housekeeper. (laughs) Wait a minute. Yep. New show. New show. I'm your housekeeper. Bob the housekeeper. No. I just called my brother and we were like, what was the premise for Mr. Belvedere? And I just was like, I think they inherited a butler. That has to be what it is. It is, right? Isn't it? A rich I never relative died it. and they be- they were bequeathed but, the butler. Well, who's the boss? I don't understand. Is he the maid? I don't get it. I think he was the maid. Okay. That was back. Yep. Who Who is the boss? Tony Danza was not the boss. That was the joke. No, Judith Wait, Light. Wait, who's, who's the boss here? And they were like, can you believe it's the woman? Yeah. That was the 80s. That, that's really Back true. Back when we had like, Mr. Mom. I hate all that shit. It still happens. Whenever I Google something, it's like, what's up, moms? Here's how to... I'm like, I'm I'm involved. Well, that's when I got divorced. People went like, well, do you see your kids? I went, no, I'm blind. My eyes have been uh, scorched funny. out. No, I see, my, I, I see them half the time. When I'm when I'm working my ass off, I'm not there, and they have a great mom, and she raised them yeah. well, and I raised them well, and we did it together. 
Yeah, of course. My kids are older, 32, 30, and 26. Any of them in comedy? Uh, No, they're all artists. They're all real cool. Oh, that's awesome. I got to go call them all. All right, let's go call them. And uh, And I'll record it and send it to you so you can put it into this podcast. As an addendum. I think people are going to insist that. Addendums are really important. Because uh, we're about to do that to the Constitution. It's going to be good. Oh, my God. We can do, do anything we want. Yes. Anything we want. Would you say keep it crispy? It's how we end. Keep it crispy. <laughs> you said it like you were delivering a package. Keep well, it crispy. Keep it crispy. I liked it. Yeah. Well, what does it mean? It's just something funny I say. It's just like keep it crispy. Like you this, say it on this, stage at the end of your show? Sometimes if I get the feeling that they're fans. Nice. Nice to have Branding. Branding. I don't have any minds. Good night. Yours is. There was a time. I open with start the car. That's very funny. (laughs) I was following you when I was doing colleges. You had always been there the the month before. I used to love colleges. And every everywhere I went, the headline said Bob Saget performs for a full house. I saw the headline. Yeah. I'm saying I saw it in every student newspaper. Double digits. It's really nice. Bob Saget performs for And then they started to turn on me a little bit. They were like, oh, he's so dirty. And I'm like, what happened? I'm not as dirty. The article definitely talked about how, well, those articles are terrible. Well, they also, what students in newspapers at schools will do is they will write your whole show. They will write every joke, every bit, everything. They will tell you the hour. People won't. Yeah. You know, whereas a real critic doesn't do that. Right. You know, they don't, they and just, they tell you what kind of BM they had. Oh, I love that. It's a callback. If there's no picture, it didn't happen. Of a BM? Yeah. <laughs> I need to see it. I don't like to look at that. People send me that. Uh, pictures I don't of like, the poop? I don't like it. Is this Dave's new material? No, I just don't like He did do something <laughs> I recently. I believe he would do that. He did. Yeah. So I've got to go. I feel bad. Yeah, let's go with the memory of Dave Coulier's smudged dick on Vegas glass. <laughs> D- uh, That's Bob. also, they have it at the restaurant at that hotel. Yeah, like Han Solo in, in Carbon. Yeah, it's cock under glass. Yeah. It's cockavine. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me. I hope me. your house is okay. Uh, thank you. Okay. I'll have you over. We'll do my podcast. It'll I'll, be fun. I'll be there. What's it called? It, it's I don't uh, Bob on tour. Uh, it's just talking, just talking. You just made it up just now. No, it's actually the name. Oh, of it's it. a real one. Yeah, we're 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 putting it together now. Oh, okay, well I'll be there anytime. No, I'll have you every day. Keep it crispy. In fact, it'll be yours. Keep it crispy. <laughs> <laughs> Crispy, I'm so crispy. My ice game make you haters wanna get me.